1: It's week eight of Ohio High School football. And we're back at Loveland High School as the Tigers host the Eagles of Walnut Hills. I'm Lee W. Mowen, and joining me tonight is Kyle Howard, and you're listening to ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. As Loveland, 0-7 on the year, 0-4 in conference play, will take on the Eagles, who are 3-4 overall, 1-3 in conference play. That's the Eastern Cincinnati Conference but the Eagles are still chasing a spot in the playoffs. Currently, according to the point system on JoeIdle.com, the Eagles are eighth in division one, region four. So the Eagles are chasing a playoff spot and their last road game, the Eagles, takes them to Loveland, Ohio to take on the Tigers who are celebrating 15 seniors tonight on this football squad and nine varsity cheerleaders as the tigers will receive the ball heading from left to right the tigers back in the home black jerseys the orange numbers white trim black helmets and walnut hills in the traveling white jerseys with navy numbers gold trim white helmets on the left side of the helmets the numbers of the players and on the right a gold walnut hills logo and kyle as you mentioned pregame, very toledo-esque of the eagles jerseys
2: yeah, color scheme is slightly off, but the way their uniforms are designed, it
1: uh, looks very much like a Twitter Rockets. Justin Brown squibs it, and it's bounced off the body of Zach Owens at the 20. And the Tigers trying to push forward. They'll get back around the 20 as the Eagles swarm. Picking up the ball is senior Zach Owens five foot nine linebacker. And the Tigers package. have the ball at their own 19 to start this contest. 11, 19, Eight seconds 11, gone from 11, our contest, 10. Eagles and Tigers, Riders. Walnut Hills the Loveland. And tonight for both of these offenses, Walnut Hills, you're gonna see a lot of running as this Eagles squad, 1,513 yards on the ground for 22 touchdowns. And for Loveland, most of the offense runs through the air via Calvin Cloud. Cloud with 1,156 yards. He'll start off with a wide receiver far right side. The Tigers going from left to right and a receiver from left to right as the referee blows his whistle. The play clock is at 25, so it's not a delay of game. Right now they're checking something out in the field to make sure they can Yeah, it's
2: a. (laughs) Be a little early for a penalty here uh, before we even have that first snap.
1: Cloud out there, Calvin Cloud. Ten touchdowns, four interceptions on the year for the junior. He'll start off with a run play. It's grabbed by Trent Williamson, and he'll roam to the left. He'll pick up maybe two on that, and it's second down and nine getting up one for the Loveland Tigers. Run play to start off this contest for the Loveland offense. We'll have a second down and nine situation at Loveland's 20, no score. 35 seconds gone from the contest. Three receivers check to the right. Empty back for Calvin Cloud with two to the far side. 13 on the play clock as Cloud gets it and quickly dives it to the right. And he's got a couple yards but the catch is Reese Hatfield, had himself a nice game at Turpin. Reese Hatfield, the junior, makes the catch and roams for about four yards on the catch. It's third down and five at Lovelace 25.
2: They're gonna stay in the shotgun formation as they like to do here and keeping the clock moving. They like to hustle back up the line That's what they're doing here.
1: This time three wide receivers checking on the far side, two on the right, 14 on the play clock for Cloud looking to the left and just off the hand of Reese Hatfield he's quickly hit after the ball bounces off his palm and it falls incomplete making it fourth down and five at Loveland's 25-yard line and the Tigers punting unit is out. London
2: Lane came in there late and absolutely obliterated him in the backfield I thought we might see a flag there for a late hit but they let it go here they let him play. Lane a senior for Walnut
1: Hills at five foot eight, 178 pounds coming at you Fourth down in five as Loveland prepares to punt, and back out for the return goes Tyrese Dorn. Tyrese Dorn, 719 yards on the ground with 110 rushes and 13 touchdowns. That leads the Walnut Hills offense. No score as Loveland set to punt, but we'll have a flag thrown play. at Loveland's 24-yard line and a penalty called against Loveland, and it looks like it will be timeout taken by the Tigers. Timeout Tigers, will take it with them here on ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports, 10:36 to go in the first quarter, no score.
3: EBCO Pavement Services LLC has been doing commercial asphalt, concrete, and ceiling work since 1962 in the tri-state area. Our valued customers include Home Depot, United Dairy Farmers, C.B. Richard Ellis, town properties and fifth third bank to name a few we strive to provide professional service communication and project management for all of your commercial concrete and pavement maintenance needs go abco pavement services
1: First timeout of the half used by the Tigers with a 10.36 to go in the first quarter. No score, and Loveland set the punt at their own 24 yard line on fourth down and five. I'm Lee W. Mallon, and he's Kyle Howard, and you're listening to ESB Media powered by Sidearm Sports. Last home game of the year for the Tigers, last road game of the year for the Eagles. Here's a long punt by Ethan Lund. It will cross the L and cross the 40 and caught by Dorn around the 40. There's a flag thrown back at Walnut Hills, 42. Another one, two of them thrown past the 50 and a fourth one coming at Loveland's 43 yard line. That's a total of four or five flags on that turf. But that is Tyrese Dorn with the return. Like I mentioned, 13 touchdowns on the ground for Walnut Hills. Also one touchdown through the air on 203 yards. So Dorn definitely a double threat for this Eagles offense who have 1,513 yards on the ground, 779 through the air. That's a lot of flags to be picked up.
2: And for Dorn, that's for him this year, that's third in the ECC in yardage. And the rushing yards that is, 719 yards on the ground.
1: Holding has been waved off. Looks like a personal foul against Walnut Hills will stand, and it will be Walnut Hills ball first down after the dust settles. So both those penalties on Walnut Hills and the Eagles, they were in Loveland territory with Dorn's return. They are now starting at their own 26 for first and 10. And we have our first look at Jack Bruder, the freshman quarterback, 5'11", 186 pounds. 61 of 101, 779 yards in the air, five touchdowns, four interceptions. Gets about 7.7 yards per throw, does the freshman Reuter. And he'll start off with a wide receiver to the right and a handoff to the hands of Nick Presley. Presley roams past the Tigers defense, brought down around the 42-yard line. A flag has been thrown in the pile, but that's a first down for Walnut Hills. Let's see what that yellow flag is all about. going against Loveland and that's going to put the ball back in Tiger territory with that penalty.
2: This is a team that can move the ball pretty effectively offensively. Fourth in the ECC overall in yardage, second in rushing yardage. You don't give a good field position on top of that.
1: And Presley with that first carry showed you just right off the bat. There's a lot of yards. Three wide receivers block in on the left on first and 10 at Loveland's 42 it's a handoff up the middle again I think that's Presley. Presley battling his way through a pack of white and black jerseys. I think the referees are gonna give him the Loveland 39-yard line that's a pickup of four and it's second down and six. The Eagles back out they'll have three right receivers start off on the left and They'll move it around a little bit. Checking in on the left, we'll have Kenneth Gaines, or Kenny Gaines, a sophomore wide receiver. He'll be in the middle of Nick Presley and Tyrese Thacker, both juniors out there. It's a triangle out there of wide receivers on second down and seven at Loveland's 39. And it's a run up the middle. First down for Walnut Hills. Sprinting forward is Gary Williams. Williams, 475 yards on the ground. He moves the chains with ease, and it's first down for Walnut Hills. The two first downs already for Walnut Hills, both on the ground as Presley and that time Gary Williams with the rush. We'll have two wide receivers check in in the shotgun formation on first and 10. It's a handoff to the incoming back from the right and trying to turn the corner is Tyrese Dorn. And I think the referee said that Dorn slips into the white paint, that'd be out of bounds. Dorn will pick up three on that rush, make it second down and seven for Walnut Hills with 9.01 to go in the first quarter, no score as the Eagles not too far away from the red zone.
2: Knock on the door here, you got a good good, good defensive stand here. You don't wanna allow them to take the lead here early after one offensive stall position.
1: Ruder sets up second down and seven, looking towards his right to air it out and goes quickly for Dorn. Dorn shakes off a defender in Zach Owens, remains on his feet and then is brought down around the Loveland 22 yard line. And that's only a pickup of one, despite the nice moves by Dorn. And it's third down and six for Walnut Hills at the Loveland 22. No score, 8.36 and rolling to go in the first. That's
2: yeah, a third and sixth situation coming up here in Walnut Hills on the air offensively at just over 37% on third down. It's a pretty good mark this year. They're looking to improve on that. Defensively this year, Loveland on third down allowing about 41%, so something they'd like to improve as well.
1: Ruder would like the ball with three wide right receivers to the left and a handoff back for Dorn, who slips up the middle, gets past the 20 and brought down around the 18-yard line. Walnut Hills need to get to the 16 yard line for a fresh set of downs it's fourth down and three actually fourth down and two rather and under eight to play in this first quarter it'll be interesting to see if the Eagles will keep the offense out on fourth and short and it looks like that's what they'll do with Jack Reuter running three right receivers to the right a back behind him and one on the far left side as the Eagles drive from right to left
2: trying to draw the hard count here They're eight of 13, very stellar mark on fourth downs this year.
1: Seven seconds on the play clock. It's to Reuter. Reuter will keep it, throw it past the chains, over the head of Tyrese Dorn out of bounds, and the Eagles turn it over on downs. That's a nice stand there after Walnut Hills rushes for two sets of first downs. The Tigers' defense holds strong by the red zone. It'll be first and ten for Loveland at the 19 yard line again the same place they started when they received the ball from the eagles kicking unit no score 727 to go in this first quarter on a beautiful friday evening beautiful sunset just over our heads to the west quite colorful out there cloud will have two wide receivers cash in on the left he'll bounce some extra offensive line help that's Lodar again and it's going to be a handoff this time quickly swallowed up by the Eagles. They did a nice job moving the offensive line to the right and Loveland loses a yard on that play. Make it second down and eleven at their own 18. Now, Loveland will have a single back formation and the shotgun to the right. The Hatfield in motion as Cloud goes towards him and spinning down, that's not That's Natwan Webster with the catch. And looks like Webster gets past the original line of scrimmage. Picks up about four on that. And we'll call it third and eight at Loveland's 20. Cloud again quick to the line, the no huddle. Three receivers cash in on the left and one on the right. I believe that's Webster again, his back. Webster starts to go in motion from right to left of Calvin Cloud, the junior quarterback. And Cloud with the ball rolling back towards his 10, looking towards his left. He'll throw one pass, the first down marker, and caught by Ethan Lund, the sophomore. Makes a nice catch by the chains, and it looks like the refs say that's incomplete. It's gonna be incomplete. Sereno win on the coverage. And that should be fourth down and eight.
2: Another. know they're, well, they're going to keep, <laughs> people they're on the field here I'm kind of surprised about this here.
1: 10 seconds on the play clock as Cloud will have three wide receivers bunched up on the far side and the whistles will go and Loveland, I believe they called their second timeout of the half. I
2: am not really confused what's going on there. I thought maybe they were trying to get them to get Walnut Hills to burn a timeout there potentially, but not really sure, interesting formation.
1: The cameraman for Loveland, Rick, mentioned that even Lund is possibly out of bounds when he made that catch from up here. It's a little tough to tell, but it'll be fourth down and eight as the Tigers, actually I think the Tigers are asking about that Lund opportunity and the refs oh. are holding strong incomplete.
2: Yeah, they're waving off that, so that's uh, not gonna fly this time.
1: So it's not a, no it is a timeout taken by the Tigers according to the scoreboard. And the punting unit has a ride for Loveland.
2: Sometimes we just kind of wish we had the officials with microphones up here so I could. sometimes it's hard to sort through.
1: It'll be fourth down and eight at Loveland's 20. Second offensive drive for the Tigers and back for this return is Miles Cooper. He's listed as a senior defensive back for Walnut Hills and head coach Jerry Beauchamp. And it bounces off his hands on the kick, but it's Recovered by Jonathan Brooks right behind him. Brooks will land on top of it at the Loveland 47 yard line. That's nice coverage there by Brooks. He saw that his return man, the ball just slipped through his hands like butter. and He was right on top of it and prevented a takeaway for the Tigers.
2: Yeah, Brooks uh, very fortunate to fall on that ball. That could have been very detrimental there. Would have given really good field position to Loveland after a nice defensive stand by Walnut Hills. So. Regardless, uh, they're gonna keep the ball here, they're gonna get good field position themselves here. They'll start at the 47 yard line of Loveland.
1: Three receivers checking on the far side as the Eagles get the ball back and Jack Reuter out there for the snap. It's a handoff to Dorn, still behind his own 50, now makes a curve, flag thrown. Dorn trying to hurdle his defender, pushes past the first down markers and then runs out of bounds after colliding with a tackler. But there's a flag on the field, resting at the Loveland 46, and it's gonna be offensive holding against Walnut Hills. Penalties really add up on the Eagles, and we're about halfway through this first quarter when the Eagles got the ball to return. Tyrese Dorn had a nice return, put him deep in Loveland territory, but a personal foul pushed him all the way back around their 30-yard line. And now this foul will make it first and A long since Township mile to go. Ball spotted at Walnut Hills, 43-yard line. The ref just moved it back a yard. I know the Eagles are going with a single back formation. Three Eagles will soar to the left, one on the right. As Rudard has the ball, rolls back around his 36. He's got one Tiger chasing him. past the 40 on the stiff arm and brought down right around the 43-yard line. That's a pickup of one. Nice feet by the freshman, Jack Reuter. He picks up one, but it's still second down and 19 for the Eagles. They need to get to Loveland's 37 for a fresh set of downs. Yeah, yeah. Smell the grill, wafts through the air here. It's a wonderful smell. Also the fireworks that were shot off pregame as well. We'll have second and 19 now as Reuter Two receivers cashed in to the right, one in motion from left to right, going to the left. It's caught Nick Presley by his helmet. Presley still on his feet, rolls back into Loveland territory and brought down around the 43 yard line that will put the Eagles in much more manageable position with third down and eight, actually third down and seven at Loveland's 44. So far both these defenses are playing well.
2: Yeah, they definitely are doing that and team uh, must win for both these teams here tonight as well. Walnut Hills fighting for a playoff spot.
1: Rolling back is Reuter off the Loveland L and he overshoots his target. He overshot Tyrese Dorn for the second time tonight and it's fourth down and seven for Walnut Hills at Loveland's 44.
2: Reuter and doesn't throw them ball a whole lot, uh, hasn't this year at least. Uh, only. Uh, 28 pass attempts coming into and just not throwing a pick this year. So it would have been the first one of the year for him had he made that throw.
1: The punting unit checks in now for Walnut Hills as Drew Peterson, a junior that can punt. He can also kick according to the roster at 6'2. Peterson will punt for his 15th time of the season. He has pinned defenses inside the 23 times. And he doesn't get a lot of distance on that. It spirals down around the 25 and rolling Walnut Hills way around the 19. And a Tiger picks it up. And he lost yardage on that pickup. And I think the refs are going to give him where that ball lied. And it'll be first and 10. Loveland back at their 19 yard line. The third time that Loveland is starting at their own 19 yard line. 429 remains in our first quarter as Walnut Hills and Loveland scoreless here on ESB Media, powered by Sidon Sports and the Tigers. We'll have the ball for the third time offensively. Saw the Tigers trying to start running. We have a score update thanks to Kyle Howard. It's Turpin seven, Anderson zero at the first quarter. And that's possibly for the ECC title as both the Anderson Redskins and the Turpin Spartans are undefeated in ECC play. Turpin is undefeated altogether. That was a very strong team we saw last week. Here's first and 10, it's a handoff from Cloud, and the running back will scoop into the Eagles' nest to pick up about three on that rush.
2: Speaking of Anderson, this uh, level team gonna head out there in a couple weeks here to finish out the campaign for 2019 on the road that time.
1: Reese Hatfield with that carry for a pickup of three, and we'll call it second and seven, with 4.05 to go in the first quarter. Very stacked ECC this year. Back with throw, had a nice win against Milford at home last week. And Led 20-nothing at the half to win it 2014. There's a shovel and a flag flying around Loveland's 22 and not getting much room that time, some Tigers. That was Bailey Jackson, I believe, with the catch. Actually, the shovel. But there's another flag out there. We've seen our fair share of yellow napkins making their way to the turf this evening.
2: the terrible towns of the football field
1: it's possibly a warning to get the coaching staff and the Tigers back behind that large orange stripe it will remain third and now six for Calvin Cloud they'll have a back to his right in the almost like the pro set formation with a back checking into left of the line Two receivers to the left, one on the right, door bouncing off the line as Cloud rolls with door protection. And he throws it to the 45. Incomplete double teaming. I believe that's possibly Tyler Lake out there, but that's a good double team by the defense, led by Isaiah Williams that time. And that will force the punting unit back out for Loveland. Now
2: 0 of three on third down so far tonight, so not getting the job done on third down, neither team. Either team has converted a third down. And also, uh, we've had Walnut Hills go forth on a fourth down not convert as well tonight.
1: And that was one of the two overthrown passes looking for Tyrese Dorn. Third punt of the night, it will spiral towards the sunsetting setting sky, bouncing midfield, a flag flying in, three of them, and here's Walnut Hills, it's Dorn. Dorn will tumble right around the Loveland 31-yard line, that's what will be marked out of bounds. However, we now have four flags on that turf.
2: Ethan Lund, the punter, the one that took him down.
1: We'll see the Eagles offense back out there, but first we have some laundry to explain. Lots of flags here with 3.29 to go in the first quarter, no score. We've seen our fair share of Walnut Hills, a couple on Loveland. Pellies have really added up so far, not resulting in any points or any heap of positive yardage for a squad. We have seen some we see Walnut Hills, a return, washed away and starting it back in their own zone when they would have had it at the Tigers 35. It sounds like it's gonna be a penalty on Walnut Hills and the Eagles will start back in their own zone. 329 remains in this first quarter on a beautiful Friday night, week eight of Ohio high school football. Elsewhere in the ECC, Anderson that Turpin, And Kyle got the score update, 7-0 Spartans in the first quarter with throw at West Claremont and Kings at Milford. Here's first and 10 for Walnut Hills and Jack Ruder. He'll have it bunched up, looking like a running formation with his back. I believe that's Dorn towards his left. Actually, that's Gary Williams. It's a handoff. And bouncing on the other side of the pile, Nick Presley. Presley, he's got some room past the Loveland 40, past the 20, past the 10, and Presley runs into the end zone. Touchdown Walnut Hills! Nick Presley.
2: Presley cut it back and took it 62 yards to the house. There, he had to cross the field and go back up the seam.
1: Nice work, nice footwork, and able to outrun everyone else. That's Nick Presley who. Makes his living with the Eagles through the air, 370 yards to lead the wide receiving core, but that time uses his feet, and the extra point on the way for Justin Brown. He's 24-26 on the year, and Walnut Hills lead 6-0, 317 to go, and the extra point is up, and it's through the uprights to make it a 7-0 Walnut Hills lead with 317 to go in our first quarter. We'll take a break here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports as the Eagles draw first blood.
3: Creating beautiful smiles every day, that is what we do at Cassanelli Shanker, and Baker Orthodontics. These board-certified orthodontists treat both children and adults and use traditional braces, clear ceramic brackets, and Invisalign to meet their individual patient needs. With offices conveniently located in Westchester and Blue Ash, they provide flexible payment options, convenient hours, and high-quality care. For a free new patient exam, contact Cassanelli Shanker, and Baker Orthodontics at 513-777-7060.
1: Walnut Hill strikes first. It's a 62-yard rush by the junior wide receiver Nick Presley really turning on the Jets and the Eagles with the extra point by Justin Brown. It's 7-0 Eagles with 3.17 to go in the first quarter and the kickoff on the way back out there Bailey Jackson makes the catch around the two and he's trying to run forward and he'll double step and then knock down around the 19-yard line fourth time that Loveland will have the ball at the 19-yard line to start a drive it's first and 10 Loveland trailing Walter Hill 7-0 now with 3-11 to play in our first quarter you'll see that every day where you're starting your offensive drive at the same spot. Now four times in a row.
2: Yeah, it's very, very rare for sure. But hopefully they can make better of it this time.
1: Beautiful night here, a little chilly as the sun has set. The lights are shining bright out here on Tiger Stadium. Lots of Loveland faithful making their appearance known for the last home game of 2019. As the Tigers now travel to Kings and Anderson to wrap up 2019 as Cloud's got a single back formation and two on both sides on first and 10 at the 19. Lodor, like Brock mentioned last week, there to help out the offensive line for a little more protection. As Cloud rolling towards his right, he's got two eagles, he lost the ball. I think Loveland jumps on top of it, but Cloud lost the ball. He went back towards his left, the ball went towards his right. And it looks like Loveland maintains possession, but that is a big loss putting the Tigers back around their 11-yard line. Actually gonna mark him at the 14, make it second and 15 now for Loveland. As Cloud will have two right receivers on both sides, scrunched up to the right, spaced out to the left. Cloud bouncing back around his seven. Now angles one, it's over the head of Ethan London, over his two hands, that's incomplete, and make it third down and 15 now for the Tigers. There's the ball is spotted at their 14-yard line.
2: Still looking for the first third down conversion of the night as well.
1: Loveland offense. They're looking for a first down here. It's third and 15 with 20 on the play clock and three receivers checking in to the left. One on the right. Single back formation in the shotgun. As Cloud rolls back towards his end, so drops one and he finds Reese Hatfield. Hatfield at his 15, trying to bounce around and he's swarmed up with a flock of eagles coming in. I believe that was Cepeda Morgan with the first touch. That will put Loveland closer to the original line of scrimmage, make it fourth down in about 12, but the punting unit back out there for the Tigers. Two minutes to go in our first quarter as Walnut Hills leads Loveland, seven to nothing on Nick Presley's 62 yard rush. The Tigers set to punt it away for the fourth time tonight. One wants the ball. He'll get it, low snap, but handle fine and this is going to get around towards the Loveland logo and Dorn mishandles the ball but picks it back up and now rolls towards his right past the 40 and heading back to the Eagles tent. Here comes another flag. I think that might be a late hit possibly.
2: Yeah, it was uh, around the 35 yard line of Loveland. So that could add some more yardage depending on what it is here but that's the second time Dorn is muffling tonight. Certainly don't want to have that become a factor here for this Walnut Hills team that still has a fighting shot in the playoffs here this year.
1: And actually that's an offensive foul going against the returning team. So Walnut Hills again on a return. They shoot themselves in the foot with a penalty. Possibly a block in the back, but the ball will be spotted at Loveland's 45 yard line and the Eagles have a first and 10 situation here. Leading 7-0 against Loveland with 1.28 to go in our first quarter. Single back with Gary Williams being the back to Jack Ruder. Ruder will bunch it up. Prepare for the run on first and 10 at the Loveland 45. It's handoff to Williams who goes straight ahead. He's past the defense, past the 20, past the 10 and Williams scores a 45-yard touchdown. Gary Williams rushes in for his third time this year, and Walnut Hills now leads 13 to nothing.
2: I don't think his coach are gonna be happy with a really nice run, but he was holding that ball very loosely. He kind of made that look easy. So, uh, lucky that uh, Lovelin is swooping there back there and knocked the ball out of his hands. Gotta protect the ball better than that in the future.
1: Justin Brown set for the second point attempt on the night. The extra point up through the nighttime sky and through the uprights. And it's another point for Justin Brown, who's two for two on this contest. Walnut Hills 14, Loveland 0, with 1.20 to play in our first quarter here on ESB Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: In trust the buying and selling of your home to Simpson Klein's number one Loveland agent, Kelly Williams. With over 25 years of living in Tiger Nation, Kelly truly cares about the community and her clients. Call her to get the most out of your experience. You can reach Kelly at 513-348-4548. That's 513-348-4548.
1: Justin Brown set to kick it away for Walnut Hills as the Eagles strike again. With those two rushing touchdowns, Walnut Hills on the scoring plays have amassed 107 yards just on those two plays alone. Williams with this second touchdown for the Eagles.
2: You cut out the two big plays, Flo so Ulm's played pretty good defense tonight.
1: And Brown sends it back to the Loveland five, and it's handled by Jackson past his own 15 and slowed down around the 19-yard line. And that's where Loveland starts for the fifth time tonight on 1st and 10 with 114 to play in our opening quarter. Walnut Hills, 14, Loveland 0. I
2: wonder what the odds are of starting at the 19-yard line for five straight drives to start a night. Got to Improbable.
1: Actually, I think they marked it closer to the 20-yard line this time. But five times around the same spot.
2: It's, it's like there's almost a wall right there. They can't get past it.
1: I don't think Vegas would have had those odds. <laughs> He'll be first and 10 for the Tigers as Kevin Cloud set to start off with an empty back formation. Two receivers closer to his left. Three on the right, 20 on the play clock. To Cloud, he looks towards his left and spirals one around the 13-yard line and it's complete to Ethan Lund. He'll pick up a package of three or four yards and it's second down on the way for the Tigers with one minute to play in our first quarter. Walnut Hills. Back to back rushing touchdowns, Elite 14 0. This time a back to the left of Cloud. And then that back heads to the line on second and six. Empty back again for Cloud. It's the Tigers look to space it in the air. Cloud with the keep rolls past the line of scrimmage and then twisted down right around the 26 yard line. I believe with that stop was London Lane and it's gonna be third and four. Now, as Cloud picks up two, the Tigers on the air, 158 yards on the ground, with 20 seconds left in this first quarter. Cloud looks to move the chains for the Tigers to head into quarter number two. 14-0 Walnut Hills, three receivers bunched into the triangle to the left and to the right, and one back to the right of Cloud. Nine on the play clock, and that's the end of the first quarter. Cloud does not get the playoff. And that's going to be the first quarter with Walnut Hills leading Loveland 14 to nothing. as we'll swap sides of the field here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: Budget Door of Cincinnati has you covered. We specialize in repair and installation of commercial doors, security gates, and dock levelers. With affordable rates, 24-hour commercial service, and free replacement quotes, Budget Door can help you with any of your dock or door projects. Have an issue with your home garage door or opener? Budget Door can help with that, too. Servicing the tri-state area for over 30 years, Budget Door offers quality service at a budget price. Call 513-851-6644 to schedule your door repair or replacement today.
1: of the 2019 season for Loveland. And we're heading to the second corner now as the Tigers trail the Walnut Hills Eagles 14 to nothing. I'm Lee W. Mallon and he's Kyle Howard and you're listening to ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. Two rushing touchdowns that equal 107 yards and a rushing touchdown for Nick Presley and Gary Williams. That's your score right now. Loughlin's got the ball and they're now heading from right to left in their home black jerseys on third and four. Cloud now with the same formation. It's the end of the first quarter. Jackson in motion from left to the right and Cloud looks like he hands it off and it's gonna be close. Loughlin needs to get to the 30 and I think they're gonna be a yard shy for fourth and one. One yard shy it is. And it looks like the Tigers will pull Calvin Cloud off. As I believe the punting unit is back out there. There goes Ethan Lund, he'll punt it again. And back to return is Tyrese Dorn. Dorn waiting around his own 42 yard line. It's the Eagles. They've committed a lot of penalties while on the return, should have very very good field position. And it's gonna be a keep by Lund. He's got the first down. Snapped to Lund and he quickly took off towards the 30. He gets to the 31 and that will move the chains for the first time tonight for Loveland. It's first and 10.
2: Well, that's what you get when you get a guy that plays can play the offensive as their punter, also an athletic punter. Now for the year on fourth down, they are five
1: of 16. Great play set up by first-year head coach Andy Cruz and his coaching staff. And it sets up first and 10. Ball spot at the 33-yard line is Cloud with a single back towards his left and two receivers on both sides in the shotgun. And it's gonna be a false start as taking the snap that time was Reese Hatfield. And I think the offensive line might have moved a little bit too soon and that's a loss of five. Something needs to do now, just shake off that five yard loss. Just keep attacking. You got a 14-nothing Walnut Hills lead with 10.42 to go in this first half. But you got your first set of downs. Move, use that momentum to keep pushing forward. Empty back for Cloud, three to the left, two to the right as the Tigers go right left in this quarter to Jackson and it slips out of his hands. Would have been a very tight catch for Jackson as he was preparing to go down towards the right knee. And it's gonna be second and 15. And Jackson had a plethora of Eagles surrounding him that time. Now there's
2: are and long situation coming up here for this level of offense. We're pr- gonna probably get us something short here and make it a third and manageable.
1: It's gonna be Cloud with a single back formation and Lodar checking in on the right side of that line. Now bouncing to the left. Second and 15 is Cloud, single back, moving Jackson from left to right and getting the ball with eight seconds on the play clock. Cloud rolling towards his right, going and finding. I believe that's Hatfield still on his feet. He slips away. That's Tyler Lake. Tyler Lake to the house. Past the five. Touchdown, Loveland. He finds Tyler Lake in the middle of that Walnut Hill secondary and scoring the touchdown. Lake from Kevin Cloud, his 11th passing touchdown of the year.
2: For Tyler Lake, 72 yards here, he shakes off a tackle, almost falls down, puts his left hand up and pushes himself back up and off to the race as he goes.
1: What an athletic play there by Tyler Lake. Nice job by Lake to get past that secondary of the Eagles. And Loveland now trails 14 six with 10.13 to go in this first half. And Logan Farnsworth set for the extra point. He's five of seven on the year. Make it six of eight. It's good. Loveland Trails, Walnut Hills, 14 to 7, with 10 13 to go in the second quarter here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: Enjoying tonight's broadcast but missed the first 30 minutes? No need to worry. Appointment listening for all ESP Media broadcasts can be found at SoundCloud.com backslash ESP Media or subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Search for ESP Media. Appointment listening by ESP Media since 2010.
1: 14, Tigers seven as Cloud with a 72-yard strike to Tyler Lake, the junior wide receiver. And Cloud throws his 11th passing touchdown of the year. And Loveland's set to kick it away. After the Tigers offense sputtered in the first quarter, it's great to see that Loveland strikes and nice open play. up that second quarter. Absolutely
2: nice catch and run there by Tyler Lake and uh, very athletic play. He had to fight from falling down to the ground and then get up and dash.
1: Kicking this one away are the Tigers and it's going to be a little offside squibber attempt. However, we're going to have a flag thrown at Loveland's 43 and it's going against the kicking team and they call encroachment. I think the Tigers are going to do that kick again, just five yards further away. Walnut Hills will attack from left to right in this second quarter. Thanks for joining us here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. The Walnut Hills Eagles, they're tied for six in the ECC with Milford at one and three, both Eagles one and three. But the Walnut Hills Eagles are eighth in Division One, Region Four, meaning if the season were to end before week eight started, the eighth seed in the playoffs and that's a very tough region I think that's the same region that Fairfield has already clinched a playoff spot the 7-0 Indians first time in Fairfield history for what is that, 75 years or such
2: it's been a while I'm not sure the numbers right now to the, the tip there but
1: Tigers now set to kick it away from their own 35 leave that Dorn out there to return it for Walnut Hills
2: They had a tough matchup last week at Fairfield with Princeton and they had no trouble at all.
1: Here's the kick from the 35 of Loveland. It will travel long distance and Dorn makes the basket catch at his own 11 and rolls towards his left. He shakes off one tackle. Oh, he still can't shake it off and Dorn is finished at his own 26 yard line but a flag came in at Walnut Hills 39 yard line. I mentioned penalties have been adding up a bunch in this contest. We're just in the second quarter with 10.05 to play. Walnut Hills leads Loveland 14 7.
4: It's a block
1: in the back against the receiving team, and that will push the Eagles back to their own 17 yard line. Another good return by Walnut Hills, smushed by penalties. That will give the Eagles the ball at their own 19-yard line on first and 10. Eagles are serviced with a 62-yard rush by Nick Presley and a 45-yard rush by Gary Williams to lead by seven over Loveland. It's gonna be a keep by the quarterback, racing through is Dorn, and Dorn, I think he's got the first down. The chains are moving, Dorn picks up 10. He took the snap for the quarterback, and he just ran right up the middle, almost untouched until the first down marker. This Walnut Hills team definitely has speed by spades in the running backs. Nick Presley's rushing touchdown, quite speedy. And that time Tyrese Dorn takes off. It's another handoff on first and 10 at the 29 of Walnut Hills. And that time won't move the chains, but it's close. It's a pickup of eight. That will bring the Eagles to second and,
4: second and three
1: at Walnut Hills 36. I believe that was a stop by Jake Katsanas, a senior who was honored before the game tonight. One of 15 Tigers. It's an empty back and Dorn again. Dorn passed the first down and he's passed All the Tigers brought down from behind around Loveland's 30. Tyrese Dorn again turning on the Jets. And thankful Reese Hatfield's there to dive
2: on him at the end. If if not, he's off to the races again.
1: And if Hatfield misses that dive, Dorn hits the end zone for the first time this contest. But that sets up Walnut Hills with a first and 10 at Loveland's 29-yard line, leading 14-7 with nine minutes left in the second quarter.
2: Both offenses are starting to come into form here after a slow start for both of them, a good defensive start for both teams, but now offense is starting to
1: click. Instead of the quarterback rooter, it's Dorn taking the snaps, and he'll run forward once more. He's got the 22 yard line and swallowed up. Another flag flies in, helping out on the cost with Zach Owens and a plethora of Tigers. Eagles
2: trying some trickery with the Wildcat formation.
1: That's a pick up of seven that time, second and three. I thought I saw a flag fly out there, something, I'm mistaken.
2: Maybe they waved it off. It looked like something did come go flying toward the football, so I thought uh, it did appear to be a flag for me, but I don't see a flag now, so.
1: Now the Eagles have it at the Tigers, 21. Wanted Hills leading 14-7, 8.08 to go in our first half here. Looking to strike thrice on the run. It's Reuter, a fake to Dorn, and Ruder, he pops up the ball. He lost it after getting the first down. And it's swallowed up by a sea of football players at the 15. Loveland's pointing their way, saying they recovered it. And the refs say it's Loveland's ball. Ruder getting in the trickery there. A fake to Dorn, and he runs up, and a flag has just come out at Loveland's 17-yard line. We'll wait to see what down is there, but Ben Morrison
2: able to come up at the bottom of the pile with the football.
1: That would have been a first down for Walnut Hills, but... It's Reuter losing the ball. Now the referees are gonna talk it over a little bit. It was after the play happened, so after the fumble. Now the Stripes are gonna to talk to Loveland's side of the field. Wanted Hills just command a turnover. They fumble it away as Reuter burps it out and that's gonna cost Loveland dearly That's going to put the Tigers at their own 8 for 1st and 10. So the Tigers will have their offense back on the field. They just coaxed a fumble. And Calvin Cloud coming off a scoring drive for 72 yards, finding junior Tyler Lake. Tigers look to come back out here. It's 1st and 10. Ball spotted at Loveland's eight-yard line. Here comes the junior quarterback Calvin Cloud. The Tigers will space it out towards the left. Three receivers check in with the referee and two on the right side and there's a single back to the left of Cloud on first and ten in Loveland's eight. Cloud keeps it trying to get past the body of Deontay Williams, a senior defensive lineback, linebacker. linebacker. And he'll make the stop, as Cloud picks up. We'll call that two for second and eight. Seven, 37 to go in our first half as Loveland looking to tie this one up. They just got a fumble away from Walnut Hills. Cloud with the empty back, sending Webster in motion. And now getting the snap, rolling to the left is Cloud. He's at his own four. finds Lund at the 12 and Lund stepped out of bounds. Lund stepped out of bounds of the one-foot catch. Lund picks up, we'll call that an additional two, and it's third down and six for the Tigers. This time Hatfield's the back, it'll be to the right of Cloud, with three right receivers, Lodar Jackson, and another Tiger to the right, third and six. 14-7 Walnut Hill, 7-18 to go in this first half. Cloud gets rid of it and finds Jackson, who fumbled the ball, but it's out of bounds. That stop made by Anwar Dixon. That's gonna be fourth and two for Loveland. needing to get past their own 18 for a fresh set of downs. And the punting unit will emerge for Loveland. Can we see more trickery here from the special teams unit, Kyle?
2: And at their own 16 yard line, I'd be hesitant here, but I guess we'll see. Crazier things have happened.
1: Munn's got it. he will run with it, now punted away. The flag does come in at Loveland's nine, and Walnut Hills just lets it bounce right around their own 33 yard line. It's scooped up finally by the hands of Ethan Freeland however there's that flag to talk about back at Loveland's 17-yard line.
2: It was an instant flag too was, as soon as the ball went to the hands of Lund it was there were several flags thrown right away so I'm not sure what this one's gonna be. It's a legal shift against Loveland.
1: I think that means Loveland gets another crack at the punt and yes it does this time it's Tyrese Dorn back out for the return, he's standing in the Loveland L on midfield. Punting unit back out there, Ethan Lund leading the charge. The Last time he punted, well nope, he didn't, he ran it for a first down. But He's got fourth down and eight now back in zone 11. Lund runs in his own end zone and releases it with the right foot as Dorn prepares the bounce at Loveland's 45, picks it up at zone 46 and runs forward. Dorn now making a slash. He's brought down around the 40 of Loveland and there's another flag coming in.
2: That was dangerous by Dorn there and He was almost hit instantaneously. He was able to escape out of it, but dangerous to field that ball and not step away from it.
1: Another penalty hitting the field. I feel like last week against Turpin, did we see a flag at all in that game?
2: Uh, there were few, very few, seriously. I think there, there's definitely been more in this first half than we had the entire
1: game last yeah. week, it seems like. That flag's going against Walnut Hills on the return, and that's gonna push the Eagles back in their own zone. Although not by much, they'll start first and 10 at their own 47-yard line, leading Loveland. 14 7 6:08 remains in our first half.
2: Still lots of clock left in this half here for both these two teams to have a chance to score.
1: A very close game thus far. Walnut Hills with two rushing touchdowns. Again, as a team coming into this match, 22 touchdowns on the turf, now make it 24. Gary Williams and Nick Presley with the rushing touchdowns. His first in 10, Walnut Hills on their own 47, leading 14 7 608 to go in our first half. To Reuter, it's Gary Williams charging forward and Williams, he'll be stopped by the Loveland L. He'll pick up, we'll call that four, and he'll officially make it into Tiger Country on 2nd and 6. So far this Walnut Hills offense, those running backs are quick and hard to take down. Dorn and Williams and Nick Presley too.
2: But Overall a solid performance, Just a couple of explosive plays here for this team that have set them apart.
1: Second down and 6 at Loveland's 49. It's a handoff. And Dorn make that Williams slicing through. He's got the first down and brought down quickly by Loveland's Jake Kasanas. And that's gonna move the chains again for Walnut Hills. They've done that quite well on the ground. I believe all their first downs have been on the ground with the rush. The ball now at the Loveland 37 yard line on first and 10. Walnut Hills 14, Loveland 7, 5.13 to go in our first half here. At Tiger Stadium, last home game of the year for Loveland this 2019 campaign. Dorn trying to slice his way through. He bounces off a tackle and creates more room. He's got the first down and then runs into a trio of Tigers. Quite impressive footwork there by Dorn. He was gonna get stopped for a pick up a three, but then he bounced off his first blocker and then opens up more room and he picks up a solid chunk of yardage.
2: Reese Hatfield there at the end of the play there to make the tackle. He juke down Austin Lodor.
1: His first and 10, Walnut Hills, now at Loveland's 25-yard line, leading 14-7, 44 remains in the second. It's a give for Dorn. Dorn off to the race, is spinning away, and he's in the end zone. Touchdown, Walnut Hills, but there's a flag, and there's a fight going on at Loveland's 15, and a helmet was just thrown viciously on that turf. And that's man. now four flags that have been thrown on that one play and the referees defuse it quite quickly. And
2: yeah, it looks like Austin Lodor may be ejected from the from situation here. He ripped his helmet off as they're both throwing punches there.
1: That's a big loss for Loveland. As Brock Thaltner mentioned last well, week, he's helping out with the offensive line. And that's gonna be all after the play That's gonna be a long talking with the stripes. All of them are swarmed right around the Loveland 18-yard line.
2: Clay Wheeler gonna come in his place now at linebacker. But, uh, we'll see how this thing shakes out with these penalties. There were, there were shots thrown from both teams there. I'm, I'm not sure if they'll offset them or what they'll do here, but I, uh, Austin Little went straight to the bench. So I, th- I think it was instantaneous they ejected in there.
1: Not a great event that just happened as Loveland's defense will head back towards their side of the turf. Talk with the coaching staff a little bit. The refs are still talking it over back at Loveland's 18. Right right now the ball is spotted at Loveland's three. It'll be first and goal, but we'll see what the flags do. There was one before that fight broke out.
2: Maybe seeing if there's another ejection on the other side now. and they threw the flag before the end of the run. There was there's some shoving and pushing and uh, punching there at the end, uh, but it started long before the play was even over.
1: Referees still talking it over. A very lengthy conversation. Normally when referees have lengthy conversations, yours truly will make the joke that they're talking about where to eat after the game. But not this time. Yeah. Not this time. A
2: serious work in this situation coming down.
1: This might be the longest I've seen referee crew talk about a play like that. And that ball has been picked up by one of the officials. Looked like the official is going to throw it.
2: I think they're still sorting it out. It looks like they thought they had it figured out for a second, but now they're going back into a huddle again.
1: So right now the ball is spotted at Loveland's three. It'll be first and goal. But the stripes are talking it over. Now they're pointing towards Walnut Hill's way. Now to Loveland's way. Like Kyle's mentioned, might have a couple of ejections here. And the ref will walk over to talk with Walnut Hills coaching staff now. Tempers flare on
2: that rush. Well, you got Walnut Hills here fighting for a playoff spot, emotions there. And you've got Loveland senior night trying to get their first win of the year here at home. Certainly uh, some emotion there as well, so. Tempers might flare, it's a, it's a it's a conference game here, so both teams out and one to win tonight.
1: Very close game thus far as Walnut Hills leads 14-7 with 4.37 to go in the half, and you hear the band warming up. Always love hearing the bands warm up, the performances they do during halftime. Which during our halftime, you can listen to the Angry Quarterbacks podcast. We have that on ESP Media for you. Great listen. Tony Pike, part of that, was part of the front office of Dayton Sharks, their last year of operation at Arena, which is kind of neat to, if you've ever seen indoor football, it's really cool, especially when you get bounce off the walls and still keep playing. Different animal than outdoor football, of course, but still fun.
2: And also, Cincinnati Bearcat Insider now as well with, uh, we had a nice conversation about Dan Hort's good work, both fans of his work in uh, UC and the Bengals.
1: Referees are now signaling personal foul. Walnut Hills, the first personal foul, Loveland. And they that's si- a touchdown. They're signaling touchdown. They signal touchdown. I, that's right, he did tumble in. So that's a touchdown. Walnut Hills, 20 to seven now in favor of the Eagles. And the extra point on the way by Justin Brown. He's two for two on the night. I believe that was Dorn with the carry, and that is Dorn. That's his 14th rushing touchdown of 2019. Actually, it is Brown preparing the boot. It's two for two, 27 Walnut Hills, 437 to go in the half. It's up through the uprights, and the kick is good. Walnut Hills, 21, Loveland, seven, Here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports, with 4.37 to go in half number one.
5: For professional staffing, there's only one name you need to know.
1: rushing touchdown for Walnut Hills. They have scored three rushing touchdowns on this contest. And Loveland set to return this kickoff. Trailing now 21 to seven.
4: I believe that is Lake and Jackson preparing for the return.
1: As Brown sets to kick it away. And I think the Eagles have a little bit distance to go on those personal fouls. Because Walter Hills scored that touchdown, they can't assess, well, they can on the extra point, I assume, but most of it is assumed on the kickoff. And Walter Hills is going to be kicking away at their own 25.
2: So, possibly good field position for Loveland, but uh, thing they care about most is they allowed to score there, and they certainly would wish they could wipe that off the board, but it's still there. They're going to have to battle back from a 14 point deficit now.
1: Walter Hills has done a nice job on the ground tonight. Again, three rushing touchdowns for the visitors as Brown set to boot it away now in his own 25-yard line. Eagles 21, Tigers 7. Here's the return, and it will slice past Jackson and finally bouncing for a touchback. That ball looked like that was going to die at the 1.
2: And if that gets recovered, that's, uh, that's first and goal with the one there for Walnut Hills. Very fortunate in the NFL, that, uh, that might be a touchdown there. It's a, they would have called a touchback eventually, but very, very close.
1: Jackson made the business decision to let it go, and it turned out to be the right one, but gotta have a little dramatic on that bounce. So the Tigers have it at their own 20 for first and 10 with 4.37 to go in the first half. Walnut Hills 21, Loveland 7, as the band continues to warm up underneath the scoreboard. Cloud's back out there, a back behind him, and two wide receivers on the right, one on the left. Cloud gets the ball, it's a handoff, and barging on through, I believe that's Hatfield, and Hatfield will pick up a good chunk of yardage for that time, for second down and six at Loveland's 25. and Webster will come in for Hatfield.
2: He's limping off very gingerly, hopefully he's alright.
1: Nice run play, mentioned before the contest began. Loveland gets most of the offense through the air, but when the Tigers can get some runs in, it's a very nice day for Calvin Cloud and company. It's now second down and six, empty back for Cloud, spins into the left, finds Jackson, pushed out of bounds at the 31 by Jonathan Brooks and that will move the chains. That's a first down for the black and orange. The Tigers now have it at their own 31 for first and 10. 3.55 to go in our second quarter as Walnut Hills leads by two scores, 21-7. Clout, an empty back again. Two receivers on the near side, three on the far side, heading from right to left. Cloud five yards away from his line and airs one out and it's caught right around the 40 with the hands of Jack Bergman, a sophomore coming in. He'll make a nice eight yard pickup on that catch. And you can call it second and eight at Loveland's 39 needing to cross the 41 for a fresh set of downs. This time Cloud will have Three receivers to the left, one back towards his right, and a receiver on the far side. It's a give, and Webster quickly snuffed out with a tackle by Anwar Dixon. Dixon just came in there and flushed it away. That's a loss of, that's about four yards, and it's back to third and five at Loveland's 35. Actually gonna move it back a yard to make it third and six. Still at Loveland's 35. Under three to go in this first half. Walnut Hills 21, Loveland seven. Webster stays out there, but Cloud sending two receivers to the right, one on the left. He's got additional help with that offensive line. Fake to Webster, and the toss to Lake. He's got the first down, and he slides close to midfield. He's caught up in the air and slid a little further. And that will set up camp at the 48-yard line of the Tigers. But nice catch by Lake. Lake has that touchdown reception from Cloud. It's Calvin now. Calvin Cloud, first and 10 at Loveland's 48. 2.25 and rolling to go in this first half as the Tigers look to dent the scoreboard once more. 21-7 Walnut Hills. Cloud looks towards his left, pump fakes once, door in the middle, and it's incomplete. Looking for Bailey Jackson, who had to climb just to get a hand near that ball, but it's incomplete. There are a couple of eagles nearby in that secondary, but Cloud stays alive on second and ten, back at Loveland's 48.
2: 2:13 left on the clock here in the half, and just uh, the one timeout left here in the half as well. So, want to try to get out of bounds if they can make a catch, or get a first down. Obviously, stop the clock too.
1: One cornerback on the defense at midfield for Walnut Hills as Cloud's got it back. I believe that's Natwan Webster again. Cloud rolls back behind his 40 and Webster makes a low catch and there's a flag waiting at Walnut Hills, 46. Webster goes for a pickup of two with two minutes to go in the second quarter, 21-7 Walnut Hills and Zebras are gonna talk about it again, the officials. Again, that flag is on Walnut Hill's side of things. Should be third down and eight. I think that is a Walnut Hill's infraction.
2: Still no third down conversion so far for the Loveland offense. Like to get one here to keep the drive alive and give ourselves a chance here to score before the end of the half.
1: refs just talked with Loveland's coaches. And it's gonna be holding on the defense. Defensive holding is Walnut Hills. That's pushing the down marker and the chains. First down, Loveland on the penalty.
4: And that's gonna set
1: up camp first and 10 at Walnut Hills 42. As Cloud looks to keep this offense moving on first and 10. Three to the left, looking towards the left. And now swallowed up and rolling away. Cloud stretches out. He's got about five yards. He stretches out to the 38. Nice movement there by Cloud. Normally that spells trouble and possible sack, but Cloud was nimble enough. He got past the offensive line and he swoops on forward. That's a pickup of four, Sailor the in second and six at Walnut Hills, 39. Webster, the single back. Cloud bouncing, he'll find Lund at the 40 of Walnut Hills past the 30 and wrapped into an Eagle defender continuing to push forward. First down, Loveland.
2: He did stay in bounds, but that will stop the clock with the first down. So they'll want to kind of hurry up back up the line and get just one timeout left in the half. They could take a timeout to stop the clock one more time, but got to move a little bit quick. Loveland
1: does have one timeout left and Walnut Hills will be calling a timeout. They have two left in the half, and we'll take 1-2 one with 1.25 to go in our second quarter as the Eagles lead Loveland 21-7 on ESV Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: And trust the buying and selling of your home to Sipsy Klein's number one Loveland agent, Kelly Williams. With over 25 years of living in Tiger Nation, Kelly truly cares about the community and her clients. Call her to get the most out of your experience. You can reach Kelly at 513-348-4548. That's 513-348-4548.
1: Walnut Hills burns their first timeout of the half. They got two left with 1.25 to go in the second quarter. Walnut Hills 21, Loveland 7. The Cloud and company are moving down the field for the Tigers. Eight yards away from the red zone, and it's first and 10 at Walnut Hills 28. Cloud will now have Antoine Webster as his back. Checking in the offensive line, four receivers to the right, one in the near side, that's Lund. 22 in the play clock with 125 left in the half. Cloud trying to swoop away and he is sacked. He's tumbled on by Tyrese Thacker. And that is a loss. Uh, I think that's six. No, that's more, that's eight. That's
2: going to keep the clock rolling too.
1: Clouds has got to hurry, 105 to go in this second quarter, 21-7, Walnut Hills, three receivers to the right, Webster setting up as a blocker down the middle, and it's incomplete, it just slips out of the reach of Bailey Jackson, nope, Bailey that's Jackson Tyler Lake. That will stop the clock, but the Tigers now have third and a long Hamilton County mile to go or as I drove through earlier, along the mile on 275 when the traffic is all backed up.
2: That's a long mile.
1: Yes, it is. Third and long, it's third and 18 on the scoreboard as Cloud will send two Tigers checking in to the left, one on the right, the defense from Walnut Hills is shaking up top between the ends and the tackles. And now Cloud with a fake handoff, bouncing around at the Walnut Hills 40, airing it out to the end zone, one-on-one coverage to the corner, swatted away with the hands of Sereno Win, Wynn. Wynn just gets his paws up there and just wings it away towards the concession stand by the Walnut Hill side of things, and it's fourth and 18.
2: He played center field there and sat there and waited on it, didn't catch the ball like a center fielder, but did swat it away to preserve a nice defensive play and keep them out of the end zone. So nice play defensively and Now Loveland looking like they're gonna punt here. We'll see if they might run a fake. It's 4th and 18 at the 36 yard line. So possibly they wouldn't run a fake here. uh, But regardless, a good defensive stand by Walnut Hills.
1: And Lund waiting for the punt at the Walnut Hills, 47, fourth and 18, 49 seconds remain in the second quarter. It's Lund with the keep, he's past the 30, he's past the 25, and he's out of bounds around the 18 yard line. That might move the chains.
2: Man, I, he needed to get to the 18, it's gonna be awfully close.
1: I don't know. Walnut we might come measure this one here. Walnut Hill's offense has already taken the field. Was
2: we might it? have a measurement.
1: Yeah, I would certainly think
2: so. That's awfully close.
1: Lund with another fake punt. Rolls towards his left. It's awfully close. And I think Well, yeah, the they gave had, it to him. Yeah, it's first down. Refs gave it Let's to him, first look and look 10 look at Walnut look Hills, look 19. That was close, but the Tigers moved the chains on another fake. It's a handoff to Webster up the middle, and Webster bounces around. He's knocked down around the 13-yard line, and that's a nice pickup of three for second down, and now six. 28 seconds left, one timeout left for the Tigers. Cloud's got two receivers to the right, looking towards his left for two, and he finds one swallowed up quickly by Walnut Hills, Zepeda, Morgan. And I think Loveland just called their last timeout of the half with 17 seconds left in the second quarter. We're keeping it here. I was about to
2: say, I think that's the time you need to take a timeout there. He didn't get out of bounds. He was trying with every effort he had, but two eagles right in his face there, making sure he didn't go out of bounds. So now they've got 17 seconds, it'll be third and 10 coming back up on the 14 yard line.
1: And marker spotted around the Loveland, I'm sorry, the Walnut Hills 14 yard line. So it'll be third down and six, but nice time to use a timeout. You could possibly squeeze two offensive plays, try and attack the end zone. Eagles defense back out there quickly. Two timeouts left for Walnut Hills. The band starting to come through the Tiger Tunnel. Last time we get to see that in the season. I do like that thing.
2: Yeah, it's a <laughs> definitely like that. Definitely like the fireworks here. Definitely miss that experience here at Loveland this year.
1: That inflatable Tiger is pretty fierce. So we'll have third and six with an empty back and four receivers checking in on the far side of the field. Lund to the left. Cloud's got the ball, and Eagle comes in. To the left for Lund, he's got it! And down in the end zone he goes, touchdown Loveland! Ethan, Ethan Lund with a touchdown reception. He was double teamed by Walnut Hills, and he still pushes it into the black paint of the end zone. That's six more points for Kevin Cloud, his second throwing touchdown tonight. 21-13 Walnut Hills, but Logan Farnsworth is out there for the extra point where he's one for one on the day.
2: Well that pass there, beautiful. It split the scene there between Cepeda Morgan
1: and Miles Cooper. The extra point is through the uprights and counted for one. 21 to 14. Walnut Hills over Loveland with 11 seconds left in our first half.
2: Just again, just a nice throw right in the middle of traffic here throw right in between him here and is able to just ease his way into the end zone was Ethan Lund. He had several nice plays there. He kept the drive alive on the, on the punting side of things. He's able to uh, scamper down the sideline and just get to the marker to get a first down. Had he not done that, there's no points there in that drive. So Ethan Lund controlling that drive. It's a nice
1: formation too as Loveland focused four receivers to the right and Lund was the only one on the left. it's a nice job by Cloud to pick off that defense and throw his second passing touchdown of the night. 11 seconds left in the half. There is still time for Walnut Hills. However, tonight with the return game, the Eagles have gotten great field position in all their attempts. However, penalties have pushed the Eagles back in their own nest. Eagles are ready for the kick return as Tyrese Dorn, the senior running back out there. Dorn had the last rushing touchdown for Walnut Hills. Barnsworth about ready to blast this one away. Great play there to put Loveland down by seven. If you can hold the Eagles for 11 more seconds, that's a manageable deficit. It's a squibber up the middle, not handled by Dorn. It's picked up on the left side by Gary Williams. Williams staying on his feet, quite nimble. However, he runs right into the arms of Loveland's Trent Williamson. And the Eagles have time for one play. Two seconds left in the half. 21-14, Walnut Hills, and first and ten at the Eagles, 40-yard line.
2: Scary to play for Williams. He lost his helmet as he went down. Uh, it's always scary to go into traffic, especially on a kickoff. They tried to do some more in the NFL with that play because it's, it's a high injury situation here. Uh, and uh, this time very dangerous, but thankfully he's okay and uh, doesn't, and no head contact there.
1: So for the Eagles, all three of their touchdowns have been on the ground. And you have to wonder if Jack Reuter will air out the Eagles to spread their wings. Right now they have a formation suitable for running. And we're gonna have a flag thrown at Walnut Hills 42. The clock's still frozen oh, at two in. seconds. Someone jumped in the trenches. Will it be against the Loveland Tigers or the Walnut Hills Eagles? The refs talk it over briefly. It's gonna be full start on Walnut Hills, pushing we're it back five. So the Eagles have it first and 15 at their own 35. Seconds, we'll see if the Eagles offense 30, 30, 30, shakes up but the loss of five. ball now spotted at their own 35, and it's the same formation again. Reuter has a man in motion, a give, and bouncing away is Nick Presley. Presley now attacking the right. He's got a couple of Tigers, and he runs out of bounds, and that's the half.
4: Looked like Presley
1: was trying to find the outlet on the right side of the field, but he's met up with the Loveland defense, And he is pushed out of bounds into Tiger territory. At the half, the Walnut Hills Eagles lead the Loveland Tigers 21 to 14 on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. And up next, we'll have the Angry Quarterbacks podcast. And we're back for the second half after that. Stay with us.
3: Loveland Chiropractic Office has been treating patients in the Loveland area since 1921. We have generations of experience that continue to lead the field in chiropractic care. With our experience, we have high level of success with acute injuries as well as chronic conditions. You can find us online at lovelandchiro.com, that's lovelandchiro.com, and on Facebook. Loveland Chiropractic Office has been treating patients in the Loveland area since 1921. We have generations of experience that continue to lead the field in chiropractic care. With our experience, we have high level of success with acute injuries as well as chronic conditions. You can find us online at LovelandChiro.com. That's LovelandChiro.com. And on Facebook.
6: another edition of the Angry Quarterbacks. I'm Richard Skinner from Local 12 and Local12.com. Normally with me is a real quarterback, a real former quarterback, Tony Pike. But today, he's got more angry than quarterback. My former Angry Guy partner, Tom Gamble, joining us on the podcast today. Tony is out. Good to see you. Good to see you as well. I was hell in the peewee leagues. <laughs> I bet you were. Stan- I threw a mean out. I thought you were a stand-up outside linebacker.
0: Uh, I was on the line, sadly. <laughs> Usually I, wound up in the dirt. That's what I figured. Sad. And then
6: gave it up to play the trombone.
0: Said the hell with this. Exactly. This is ridiculous. I'm not doing
6: this any longer. But you do follow sports, do. obviously. Absolutely. And you do have opinions, which are always a good thing. And We'll start. We'll talk some uh, college and high school right. coming up in the next couple of segments. We'll start with the NFL and the Bengals. And right. I don't know where to start.
0: Well, I think. Uh, let, let me start. Sure. That. I feel bad for you. And I did call you over the weekend and basically say how. How are you going to make it the remaining part of the season? But, you know, I, I guess it's kind of funny. Everybody's dissecting and breaking down, you know, new coach and all these different parameters. But but I think for me, you're, you're there every day. So there call every day, me crazy. sadly. I, I guess if you operate the same way, and I'm talking from an organizational standpoint, which they clearly are still operating the way they have since Mike Brown yep. took over ownership, I guess – when you have that at the top on down, why would anyone? You can have a uh, blip that, on that, the that, radar no, that's, screen. That's perfectly said. But why would anyone have a real belief that anything would be drastically different than what we've seen in recent yeah,
6: years? Yeah, okay, and I'm going to play devil's advocate, but okay. I, I agree with you. Um, the devil's advocate would say, well, yeah, those five straight playoff teams, you know, they, they, they were a part of that. I, here's what I want to know, and this is this is the part that, that we're actually we're trying to get answers for fans, and we're kind of getting stonewalled.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't know. All you had to do is see that captivating oh my heavens, view. That can you not wear my... a Bengals hat? I mean, certainly you can go I want to see to somebody who's shaking and see if he's
6: awake. Can you go to the pro shop and say, can I get a hat with our... I'll pay for it. I'll even pay for it. It's right. our pro shop, but I'll even pay Man, for it. Man, that hat was brutal. No, here, here's what we've yes. been trying to figure out. Okay. Who's in charge? Okay, because if, if, I, if I know who's in charge... And if they were the ones that were in charge of those drafts that made those five playoff teams so successful, making the playoffs is successful. It is like to win, and winning sure. is to the primary. But that's still five straight years. That's somebody. Well, there's did, a lot of teams. Let that just say take
0: one year. Let me say
6: in five for those five. Somebody did something right. Correct. Okay. Sure. I want to know who that person is. Was yep. that was that was that Mike Brown? I mean, was he the one doing something right at that point? Was that Duke Tobin? Was that honestly was that more Marvin Lewis? Was that all Marvin Lewis influence? And over the last few years. Maybe starting with the John Ross draft that Marvin did not want. Did Marvin start losing control of that? And did Duke Duke Tobin get control? Because here's the ways I want to know this. Because I want to know that, that, hey, Duke Tobin just started this year. This is when he really took over. This is when he became kind of the man. And I would say, okay, then I'll maybe trust the process with him. But if I find out that Duke Tobin's been the guy the last three or four drafts, then I can't can't trust that anything's going to be different or better or fixed. But
0: the way the organization has always operated is those are the – answers that you never get. Never get. So you never really know where to... I mean, everybody, you can pinpoint the blame at the top. And you expect
6: the fan base to buy in, though, when they... Because I I think all the fan base wants to know is, somebody's going to do something to fix it, and I trust that person to do it. Maybe it's Zach Taylor. I don't think it is, because he's he's ducked and dodged questions and and doesn't want to answer stuff about drafts and A.J. Green and things, and I get it. If he's not in charge of that, I'm not... Well, if you don't have
0: the answer, if you can't provide the answer and you're not given... The autonomy to make those decisions. Yes. What is he supposed to say? Here's the biggest thing I would tell you, though. If you think back to when Marvin Lewis took over as the head coach, I can still remember driving on the interstate, seeing the billboards, mm-hmm. right? The in Marvin we yep. trust. Yep. But they only went that direction, i.e. bringing in someone new and going outside the box, When they if hit you rock will. bottom. When, they, when the crowds, when they looked late in the season and said, oh, boy. We definitely need to do something. They're headed for that clearly. Hell, you might have
6: that this coming Sunday. I think they headed for that the last two seasons, which is why finally they said, okay, Fans are apparently mad at us for not firing yeah. Marvin. Let's fire Marvin and bring in a new coach. That's right. fine. I, I, I'm, I'm good with that part of it. But that doesn't but, fix the overriding right. issue. I think they thought that that was the magic wand, that bring a new coach and everything's going to be better. And you watch it. Look,
0: this team is terrible. talent inferior. It's, it's, it's horrifying. It's,
6: it's really, really bad. I
0: mean, the linebacking core, the offensive line, there are so many deficiencies and so many. The defensive, secondary. The, the I mean, defensive line, which is on. supposed to be so right. good, is terrible. Well, and I, and I think what what now is going to happen, but, and you've seen this with teams. Unfortunately, if you've watched a team like this forever, you've seen it multiple times. As the season progresses, and an injury here, an injury there, this guy's beat down. Well, it, fatig- it, it, it's going to start. Well, it just it is, morphs.
6: Because now there, there's a great saying for that, right? The saying now is, guys making business decisions. He, yeah. Hey, my knee hurts a little. Right. If I'm not going to get if, hurt if for this. If we're 6-1 and one and yeah. playing for first place, damn straight I'm out there. But, man... Oh, and Seven, boy. I don't know. And that's one, one guy and I want to give a tip of the cap to. I'm going to write about him Wednesday. I got to give a tip of the cap to Sean Williams. Sean Williams is he showed us his leg after the game on Sunday. It looks like somebody took two grapefruits and put them on his right thigh and now and he's playing through that.
0: Yeah. And I asked Commandable. Him,
6: and to his to his credit, he didn't want to take credit. He said, "Listen, I'm I'm a football player. If I can if I can help my team, I'm going to try to help right. them." And he said, "I've taken myself out the last two weeks too yeah. because I thought I was hurting them." So i, I got to tip my cap to him. But I think there's some guys on that team that have made, made business decisions of, yeah, my, my, I'm still kind of... Can I you a, blame I them? I think I got a concussion for nine weeks. I'm, I mean, there's I'm, a part of me that this. says, no, oh, you oh, shouldn't. got but I an mean, alley. I'm not going to... No, I don't think I do blame them. I don't them. think I do. I don't know either. if I could look my teammates in right. the eye. Right, well, that's an issue. But is. I don't blame them. But the other thing is to look, and I'm not, I'm not
0: in the... The majority that put Andy Dalton in all the offensive woes. All right, I, I don't yeah, think he's, he's, seen...
6: he's about problem number thirteen on the list. However, I, I would tell you.
0: You do. I mean, so so you think about look at all the areas that need improvement, mm-hmm. drastic improvement. Which again, if you're not willing to play any ball in free agency, right? You're in. I mean, right. you can't. Obviously, the draft you can't do it every year. You, you, it's you not can, working. You, you
6: can when you were drafting good. Well, right. But if you look at the last four or five drafts, and it's then you been add awful. nothing in free right. agency, it Got, compounds the problem. Here's your, and that's where I think the answer has to be: give fans the person that's going to get you out of this rut. Tell me who that person is. Not going to happen. Is it Duke Tobin? And if it is, was he a part of those successful drafts? I know he was part of scouting those players, but who did the selecting? Who did the selecting in 2017 when Marvin, it sounds like, didn't want John Ross at all? Was that the point where Marvin just went, all right, you take it away from me? That's fine. I'll ride out the next couple years and I'll be gone. I'll I'll make another five mil the next couple years. From
0: your perspective, covering this team on a day-in, day-out basis, feel bad for you again, how how much of this, while I know it is five-plus years away, How much of it becomes the renewal of the lease and and all of that discussion? Because I'm telling you...
6: I I, I don't think... I think they tie in, but they don't... I don't think people will buy their season tickets or the Bengals will not do anything because of that. I think they still... I think they still want to put a winning product out there. But I've always said, I think they want to do it their way.
0: When you say they... I I guess the family. I guess the the family, family. But again... The, the family doing it the way the family has always done it. And, and I guess that is the toughest, you know. And I look, hate to say it, I, I'd say that they don't know what they're doing. What well, I mean, I, they don't. I think that's, well, and let me let me go to a different team, right, in the NFL. Let's go to Washington. I mean, Daniel Guy Schneider, doesn't know what he's doing. No, obviously. I mean, Jay Gruden did a very poor job, right, wrong or indifferent, as the head coach of the Redskins.
6: There are... but, but when the owner says draft Dwayne Haskins and he's saying, I don't want Dwayne right. Haskins, draft Dwayne, well, I don't want Dwayne Haskins, draft Dwayne Haskins.
0: Let's go way back, way back when we used to do a show with Bob Trump. Do you remember the infamous story about, and I want to say this was when Bruce Coslet was the head coach? I think coach. I
6: do. Is this when he wanted to keep Jeff Blake?
0: Yeah, well, yes. Yes. And he and he said I can win with this guy absolutely and and, and got vetoed yep. and said so I mean and, and we always talk at that point about, Bruce just
6: went okay yeah it's on well you guys and now. maybe Mar-
0: you know Marvin Lewis who's having success on the staff of Herm Edwards in Arizona State
6: I know we'll talk college football a little later but you know he has to be going see yeah I I fix I mean, some of these woes look right. and some of it, you can point to Marvin as a as a coach who who didn't get it done but you can also point to Marvin as kind of a builder of the franchise yes. and I'm gonna I'm gonna give him the credit for it. Yeah. I, I look, I mean I know I know you could argue that that this is the, the end result of Marvin. I don't know that it was. I don't know that the right. last few drafts were Marvin. I don't Well here's my only issue with Marvin Lewis was twofold.
0: One, I felt like he had no discipline of players on his yeah, team I, and no, that there, got there out of issues. hands yeah. of games that they clearly you talk about playoff wins, they could have won a game or two had some of that not festered. But ten of his sixteen seasons I right. would
6: deem pretty successful.
0: Correct. And the only other thing that bothered me about Marvin Lewis is to me as a coach, and I know Bill Belichick does it the way he does it, never says anything, but you can do whatever the hell you want when you win Absolutely. to the level he has. That's what bothered me about Marvin. He never answered a question. Don't... You know, when you asked him the how or the why, he could never give an answer. Now, this league's got bigger issues.
6: Well, I want to get to those. Oh, um... God. Let's put a bow on this Bengals thing. Yes. So I'm going to put I'm going to put you as Joe Bengals fan. Okay, been a season ticket holder for whatever. Yep. I mean you you, you I don't, you're not a fan, but you've you've followed this franchise. Well, not for a your fan. I life.
0: want to be a fan, but I can't be because I continue to see what I continue to see and hear so what I want. I If I just you can't. Get,
6: if you get no answers for who's going to fix this and how it's going to get fixed, why would you re up and buy tickets to watch this when there's so many other things that, that you can I watch it on not. TV? Correct.
0: I'm Assuming that the direct TV well, the yeah. Sunday ticket yes. actually works. Yes. That's a whole other issue. I, I would not. And, and I know there's, well, you know, I'm a fan through thick and thin. Well, at some point you become an idiot. well I, I, I th- just th- the th- way th- I see, look I, at I it.
6: think you see it this year. That there was no buzz for the Zach Taylor hiring. People wanted more because, obviously, the season well, ticket base is very, very low. The, the true indicator to me
0: is after they almost coulda, woulda, shoulda, Yeah, you lost $15,000 in Seattle. for your home opener. Correct. So that, to me. Now, you're going to get... You'll get. I mean, what the Steelers on Sunday night had what seventy to seventy-five percent of the fans in LA for the right. Chargers? So you're going to get Browns.
6: Browns who are not very good either. Right. I might add, but
0: you'll still get Browns fans. But you'll get how about, Steelers. How about fans. this
6: Sunday for Jacksonville? Horrifying. How about October, November, or excuse me, December? The worst 1st, ones. The Jets. Cleveland, or, or, I mean, the Jets. Jets coming is to brutal. Rather? Yeah, brutal.
0: I, I just. I, I guess for me, I, I guess I would ask a season ticket holder, somebody spending money. What is it that's different that's making you spend it?
6: And I think less I think more and more people are gonna say, you know what? They're not doing anything for me. So I'm not going to come watch your product. So let me ask you this. And so then let, comes a really vicious cycle. Well that's what I mean. So let let's just let's theorize
0: that it's three and thirteen. Four and twelve. Whatever well, you're, number you're you not
6: want. Well, no, I'm just throwing that out All
0: there. Right. You're going to, can you imagine the latter few games? Oh. You're back to the year before Marvin. So as an organization, yeah. you're not. I don't. You're not going to get rid of
6: Zach Taylor. No, after and, one and, and, and honestly, and I, I'm not and saying I, I, I want to tell you, I don't right. know if he can coach or not. Right, but I can't Time evaluate. I, I can't out. evaluate him on this. Slop. So what do you do? So because you, again,
0: you're not going to bring. your— look. It's not suddenly, or maybe. Is this finally the time when they
6: bring in a well-noted football guy? If you want to get the trust of the fan base back, you absolutely have to do that. Have Period. To do End it. of story.
0: But again, family-owned, family-operated uh, business. You can do whatever you want. Well,
6: that's right. And fans can do whatever they want, which is not come watch your crappy product and spend money on it. Valid point. Okay? Shame on yes. you guys. All right. You mentioned it. The NFL oh. does have bigger problems. And I, I, I said this earlier in the season. And I did not get a chance to watch much of the Monday night game. I said, I, did, I did see the. I, I saw the first of the uh, what what they call the hands of the face one. Right. I didn't see the light. The last one. Um, ESPN Radio uh, the morning we're taping this had on a former official John Perry. I think was the head referee in Super Bowl forty six. Correct. And very rarely do you hear officials criticize other officials.
0: Well, last night they and were he going said, crazy on the ESPN on the TV yeah, broadcast. How do you
6: how do you call that?
0: I don't know. It, 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 I'm not going to lie; it makes you wonder.
6: And, and honestly, uh, it's, it's getting to the point where every single game, it feels like you go two plays and a flag is thrown. And of the flags thrown, fifty percent, you go, "What what what did you what, what are you calling?" Well, there
0: was the there was I was watching some of the makes you wonder what kind of a Sunday afternoon I have. The Jets and Cowboys. Oh, my. And there was that drive where there were eight penalties on the drive. I mean, and, and half of them weren't penalties. Yeah, it's – I just – it makes – look, and I know the old you could hold, call holding on every play. I get all that. But, boy, oh, boy, last night kind of makes you wonder if Green Bay wasn't supposed to win that game somehow, way. And now, look, go back to the first half. Detroit was inside the 10. They kicked two
6: field goals. You want me to theorize, and you know me, I love conspiracy theories. The the betting line for that game was three and a half points. Right. In a vacuum, that seemed about four points too short of what the line should have been. Green Bay owns Detroit In Detroit. Green Bay is a better football team than Detroit. Green Bay had been playing pretty well. I know Detroit had played pretty well, too. But three and a half seemed very, very small to me. And everybody I talked to said, man, you, you... Got to take Green Bay, right? Well, but think about this. In, though, honestly, I'm at the point where who's in cahoots with who? But the maybe final score yeah, didn't, Green Bay. Well, didn't really didn't it though. It did. It did because Green Bay was given three and a half. Detroit covered, and maybe maybe D- Green Bay wasn't supposed to win the game, and they somehow <sighs> okay. won it, but it was by the skin of their I teeth and didn't cover. Here's what I think. I, I, I truly that point believe with stuff.
0: I truly believe. That officials can't keep up with it anymore. I think there's, there's so being, much I was, athleticism. Being,
6: well, I think they're also being asked to look for too much. Agreed. And so they over officiate it instead well, of under officiating.
0: So it. now you're at where you can challenge pass interference. I mean, you know, it's kind of like at some point we're not far off in baseball well, from the robotic umpire. Yeah, the from, challenge you know of the pass I mean.
6: interference, though, and, and it's obviously it, it's very very few of those guys are winning those challenges. I think right. going into Sunday, the challenges were overturned seven out of the fifty-two times they were challenged. Because the rule is actually written that it has to be egregious. Right. And maybe we get to that with all these penalties. That, that holding literally, it, it has to be me, and it really that's the, the letter of the rule. Right. I'm allowed to put my hands on you. I just can't, if you try to move, I can't restrain you. So technically I can put my hands right. on you. I can actually physically grab you. If you decide at that at point you're not going to keep rushing me or going after the, the ball carrier, then that's really not holding but maybe it's got to get to the point of being really egregious, where I see a guy take a guy and, and literally throw him to the side, or hold on to him physically and pull him backwards. Um, you know, the hands to the face one. I need to see yeah. almost the helmet come off.
0: No, yeah, that's that's been called a ton. Now let me ask you. Again, the product for me, there are not very many really good teams. There's not. And, and, so let's and, and, go. Let's start in the NFC. Give me your, give me three that you think are viable for the NFC championships. I think there are many more in the NFC than in the AFC. New Orleans. Okay, and that's that, and they've
6: done it with defense and with Teddy yeah. Bridgewater, who's
0: played admirably yeah. since
6: coming in for Breeze. Uh, San Francisco, I'm starting to yeah. really believe in. I know that you know some of their wins were were Bengals, yeah, right? And, and Steelers, yeah, the but Steelers they were going just, poorly, but they, but they killed right, the Bengals, right, right? I mean, and I think this past Sunday, inside the division, beating the beating the Rams the way they did, they dominated them.
0: I think Kyle Shanahan's done a nice job there. His play calling, he really has. And, and John Lynch, the GM, yes. assembled yeah. a nice yeah, team. Isn't
6: that amazing? Yeah. The GM assembling huh. a team. Yeah. Huh. And I guess I'd go Green Bay, but I, I don't even know. like I can't go with anybody in the East. Oh, man, the East is but Dallas has been brutal. The, the North, I mean, Minnesota's been good at times. It's a long Green jam, Bay's but been they've been too inconsistent, times. though. Chicago doesn't have a quarterback right Seattle? now. I don't think they're elite, though. I think they just find ways to win because Russell they Wilson's do. really good. He is really good. Um, no, I'm just. I'm going with the. Okay. King I'm going with Frisco in New Orleans. That's it. That's what my list stops stops. Well,
0: can you give me three in the? Obviously, New England is one. That's up.
6: it. I, I would have easily given you Kansas City, but they are a. They're a flaming train rack, got some Train like right now. Yeah, I can't give you anybody else.
0: And how about you know the worst part I think for Bengal fans, not to get back to the Bengals, but is this division is it's really terrible. Bad. It's
6: bad. It's terrible.
0: It's really bad. Again,
6: I mean, Baltimore is a very average. They're okay. Team. They're, they're, they're okay. They're the best of the lot. They are. But because that's they, not saying much. They know what they want to do. They built around their quarterback yep. the way they have, but they're not very good. Cleveland's no, a mess. You. Yeah. Honestly, Pittsburgh, if if it plays defense the way it did the other night, might right. might creep its way back into it. If
0: they get Rudolph back, which they will, they got a yeah. bye weekend. you ready for that Monday night game, Miami at Pittsburgh? Can you imagine? Can huh. you just imagine? It's bad. But I, I would tell you, I, I agree. I think from the Bengals to the league to bad teams, it's
6: it's a rough start for the NFL.
0: It yeah, really is.
6: It's almost to the point of being unwatchable. Unless you have money on it or a fantasy player involved well, in it. Or I've it's said for years, team, it's impossible. take out gaming and fantasy play. You'd, you'd cut the audience. You would. Honestly, you'd cut 75% of those watching. I really believe that. I mean, Joe Schmo is just not, not watching this product no. just because he likes to watch football. Hell yeah, no, he's not. He's watching because he's got something on it.
0: You know what season it is. Time to go out and rake some leaves. <laughs> it is leaves. Yeah, let me tell you this right that's now. That's the good
6: part about the tri-state, though. You is. You've got some really nifty yards that are going to yeah, well, look very Let me very tell nice.
0: you. Bengals in Jacksonville, give me a rake. It's supposed to rain
6: that day, too. Can Great. You, can you imagine what the crowd will be like if it oh. rains? Well,
0: they were lucky last week, or the last, last home game. game, because there was a threat of rain yeah. that day, too, that yeah.
6: dissipated. Yeah, well, this one's not supposed to dissipate. Can you imagine
0: right. Jacksonville-Bengals in the rain? Give me a race 16,000 people
6: It'll if be you're lucky. I it is feel brutal. bad. At least you're getting paid for it. I am getting paid for it. Because uh, if you
0: weren't and you'd still be doing it, I'd question no, your I, sanity. I'd question my own sanity. Correct. Absolutely. What if you were paying for it?
6: Oof. I can't. I don't get it. We got a friend of ours that he's a long-time oh, season ticket holder, and I just keep I asking him why. He doesn't still wear those Zuma pants, oh, yeah, does he? Yeah, yeah, you know. God, yeah. It's insane. Oh. Can we move on? We can. When we come back, we're going to talk some high school football. We are getting closer and closer to playoff time. In fact, one more week of regular season in Indiana before they start the yeah, playoffs. Big Cross River win last week. Kentucky school yeah. beating a GCL South school. And we'll look at the playoff picture from the latest from the Hard News right. when we continue. I'm Richard Skinner. He's Tom Gamble. In the James Rapine Memorial Studio is where we broadcast this. It's the Angry Quarterbacks from ESP Media.
0: Getting answers. Finding solutions. Local 12 News investigates.
1: As soon as we called you, everything happened very quickly.
0: Not afraid to ask the tough questions. Taking action. Getting the truth. Local 12 News investigates.
6: Welcome back into this week's edition of the Angry Quarterbacks. I'm Richard Skinner from Local 12 and local12.com. In for Tony Pike, my former Angry Guys partner, Tom Gamble. We've talked NFL and the Bengals. Sadly, we Because must we
0: had to, Because we're right?
6: obligated yes. by segment. This segment, though, is one that we always enjoy. We do. Tony enjoys it. I know you do, too, because yep. you're obviously very involved Absolutely. with high school football. We'll talk about an event you've got coming up this Friday involving a high school football game. And you've done it uh, primarily all season long. Correct. Uh, so let's, let's talk some high school football. And let's start um, in, in – I'm going to start in Kentucky this okay. time. Okay. Uh, only because Covcath I think, made a huge statement win by beating LaSalle last yeah. Friday, 27-7. I broadcast LaSalle's game the week before against Moeller. Came away very impressed. And, you know, sometimes – the thing is, I don't even want to consider this an upset because I thought Covcath is good enough all along. But after watching LaSalle the Friday before, I said, yeah, I don't think Kovkath can can compete with that. I know you like. Convincing.
0: Convincing Convincing. is the right word. That's a good word. And and I know you like numbers and statistics, so I'm going to toss one your way. I can understand why people. So they'd played, what, six times previously? They
6: they played seven games, one of them out of of Northern Kentucky. They played Lexington Catholic, won 39 38. The other six wins. Right, but I'm saying they'd played LaSalle. They'd never beaten LaSalle. Never
0: beaten LaSalle. And since 2009, they had played seven games against the GCL South and of come. which LaSalle. so they played LaSalle from 2009 and the running clocks right well 2009 to 2012 they played LaSalle every year home and home four and mm-hmm. if you remember the one it was 41 to nothing at halftime and they were in the can, heat because of the heat Yeah. so then they played Molar, and lost 38 to nothing and 45 to 7 in 2013 14 14 15 and then they played St. X was the most recent was in the Skyline Chili Crosstown Showdown at Nippert Stadium oh, at the time. I remember this? That was Eddie Everston's very first game. It was sixty to something. It was minutes. fifty to nothing at the half. Yeah. St. X fifty-seven to seven was the final. Right. Now, let, let's do. We note a couple things because I've had people ask me. I'm surprised Cuffcat hasn't scheduled more than and, and I point those numbers out. Right. But this is not your
6: same Cuffcat. I mean, this is... No, this is the third of a three-year run in which they've lost exactly one game to date, and that was in the state championship game last year.
0: Right. Well, think about this. They won 28 straight after Friday night, regular season games. Yeah. Going back, the last loss was in 2016, final game against Scott County, and that was 35-28. Right. to 28. This is a really good team. You had Michael Mayer...
3: For over 55 years, Miller-Valentine has worked in close collaboration with businesses when they are ready to build, renovate, or expand. Choosing Miller-Valentine as your construction partner means aligning yourself with passionate experts who recognize the value of a team approach. Having grown from a small general contractor to a nationally recognized construction company, Miller-Valentine listens closely to your needs to recommend the best combination of construction techniques to fit your project. For more information about Miller-Valentine Group, please visit us at www.mvg.com.
1: We're about ready for the third quarter as Walnut Hills leads Loveland 21 to 14. An exciting first half, a lot of yellow flags making a lot of distance to the turf, but it's been an entertaining game. We hope you enjoyed the first half and the second half is just about underway here on ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. He's Kyle Howard and I'm Lee W. Mallon. Thanks for joining us. Halftime scores in the ECC. Turpin 14, Anderson 7 at Turpin. That's a good score. What's Claremont 35 with throw 0. And also Kings 35 at Milford 7.
2: Well, it's actually, Kings has since scored another touchdown. It's 42-7 to 7 now, literally just in the last <laughs> few seconds here. So, man, it's, uh, Kings uh, playing hot, and that's who Loveland's going to draw next week on the road. So,
1: By good score of Turpin Anderson, I mean it was a close game, not, you know, pro-Turpin or pro-Anderson, anything like that. But that's very close game. That might determine who's got the ECC title for football.
2: Yeah, it's going to be a, that one's a nice back and forth battle there. It's uh, two teams in the same school district. That's a nice little yeah. tidbit there.
1: Forest Hills. And only, what was it, 11 minutes, 11 miles apart? Not that bad. But at Turpin and Anderson, high-powered offense. Turpin, well-rounded team. And that's 14-7 at the half. It's 21-14 at the half here as we're about ready to kick it away for the first time this second half as the Eagles prepare to receive. They'll be heading from left to right for the third quarter and Loveland attacking from right to left on your screens here on ESB Media. Loveland might be going for an onside kick here to start the half. Maybe get the ball back to the tack. Maybe tie this game up. There's the onside kick, it's past the 50, and Warner Hill swallows it up at the 45. That's recovered by London Lane, but there was a flag back at the Loveland 42 yard line. gonna get off sides here against Loveland. There's a
2: herd of them, they're ready to swat that ball, but it's not gonna gonna stand here if they do it
1: again. They might have to kick it deep this time here now that they can't really catch them off guard. Not a bad idea by Loveland. You gotta give the Tigers credit for that. It might not have worked, but puts the Eagles on their talons, if you so say. Water Hills in the traveling white jerseys, golden WH logo on the right, numbers to the left. Navy numbers, gold trim. And Loveland in the home black jerseys, orange numbers, white trim, black helmets for the last time of 2019. Senior day here, and a lot of seniors were honored especially the marching band seniors as well. They are part of Football Friday tradition. We're about ready to see these kick off now at the 35 of Loveland. I believe that's Dorn back out to return. We watched the Walnut Hills running back score three times in the end zone to lead 21-14. Calvin Cloud has delivered two passing touchdowns on the game and Farnsworth is set to run at an angle Ball resting at the 35 back at his own 27. Barnesworth runs. And the ball is in the air. And looks like that was fair caught. That's fair caught around the Walnut Hills 36. I believe that's Brian Cannon out there. But that'll be first and 10 for Walnut Hills at their own 38 yard line. So, Kyle, you're the Loveland Tigers. You're down by seven at the half. What are you telling your team in the locker room to prepare for half two? Uh, just play your
2: game. Uh, the way they played, they're able to stop the run pretty effectively to start things. They had a couple of explosive plays, but just eliminate the explosive plays. Overall, they played a pretty good game defensively, so uh, don't have
1: to change a whole lot. Just don't want to have the big plays. Single back formation on first and 10 for Walnut Hills, and Dorn is sniffed in the backstop, and he's swallowed up by Nate Holman. However, Dorn is still on his feet. Dorn. Looked like he had his helmet ripped off, and that's gonna draw flags, and that might be face mask on Loveland. I couldn't tell if he got the face mask he or a horse collar. He kind of turned going at going an
2: way. odd angle and he's trying to avoid a tackle, so we'll see how this one shapes up, but definitely going against Loveland. They're already marching down the field, so he's wasting no time.
1: Holman almost got the initial sack on Dorn. But he was able to stay on his feet. Impressive see that Dorn is able to continue to stay on his feet, to stay in motion. It's gonna be first and 10 Walnut Hills now at their own 45 yard line. 21 to 14, Eagles over Loveland with 11.42 to go in our third quarter. Very exciting game as Loveland defense sets up. It's gonna be a single back formation with a receiver to the left. Three looks to check in on the right. Dorn will be in the middle. Between the bodies of Kenny Gaines and also and Stallings. Right now the extra is going to be first down and four at Walnut Hills. 45-yard line. Needing to get to the 48th for a fresh set of downs. It's a give and blasting for Gary Williams. We talk a lot about Dorn all night. He picks up the first down and gets to midfield before being tackled. Mentioned that Dorn is quick with his feet, but Williams, no slouch in that department either.
2: Definitely not. And to Williams and Dorn, a nice change of pace back. We're both really good speed, but uh, (laughs) they've been a really good job filling in for each other tonight.
1: First and ten midfield. The ball resting in Walnut Hill's side. Two receivers in towards the left. Back to the right of Jack Reuter, and it's a handoff this time, bouncing on through and pushed out of bounds, Nick Presley, he had the first rushing touchdown for the Eagles tonight, and Presley picks up 11 on that reversal, and it's another first down for Walnut Hills, getting right back where they left off in that first half, running the ball so fluently, so efficiently.
2: And they're spreading the field here. They're going to bounce around the outside here, which has opened up the defense.
1: One cornerback out there for Loveland on first and 10. at Loveland's 39-yard line, 21-14. Eagles, 11-01 to go in the third. Dorn takes off. He's past the pile. Curves towards the left and knocks down a would-be tackler. He's pulled down around the six. And he's knocked out of bounds around the three. It's first and goal as Dorn takes off again. First and goal at the Loveland three as Walnut Hills looking for the quick score to start off this second half. 10-15 to go in the third. The clock will roll now. Dorn is to the right of Reuter, the quarterback. Reuter to Dorn, quickly swallowed up. Dorn bouncing off and he dives in the end zone. Touchdown Walnut Hills. Definitely have to tip your cap to Tyrese Dorn. He was swallowed up in the backfield but still managed to get back up and roll into the end zone.
2: Yeah, Dorn shook off three tackles and dove into the end zone there. He was backed up and and just pushed forward. Lake's strength of his finest there.
1: 27-14, Walnut Hills, 10.39 to go in the third quarter, and Justin Brown for the extra point. He's perfect on the night, and he's one for one in this half. 28-14, Walnut Hills over Loveland with 10.39 to go. In the third quarter here on ESB Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: Entrust the buying and selling of your home to Sipsy Klein's number one Loveland agent, Kelly Williams. With over 25 years of living in Tiger Nation, Kelly truly cares about the community and her clients. Call her to get the most out of your experience. You can reach Kelly at 513-348-4548. That's 513 513-348- 348 Four
1: five four eight. 5 Tyree Storm with a five-yard run for the fourth wrestling touchdown for Walnut Hills as the Eagles go back up by 14, 28-14, 39 to go in the third quarter. I'm Lee W. Mallard, and he's Kyle Howard here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports, as the Eagles Brown set to kick it away. Justin Brown, a perfect four for four in the night. He sends a low line drive out of the reach of Jackson into the end zone. That's a touchback. Touchback for Loveland. They'll start at their own 20 for first and 10 as Calvin Cloud and company return to action. Cloud striking for two, throwing touchdowns, no interceptions tonight. He found Tyler Lake first, he found Ethan Lund second to make it a seven point deficit at the half.
2: Now you want to answer here if you're Loveland, you uh, got within seven to go into the break and then you give a touchdown in the opening
1: drive. Now you want to match that, keep yourself in the ball game. Cloud will have an empty back to start off his first offensive possession in the second half. It's first and 10, three backs, three receivers rather to the right, two on the left. That's the Tigers attack from right to left. At the Loveland 20, it's Cloud staying put, and slinging it to the left, finding Jackson, who has spun down quickly. I believe the refs are gonna say the ball at the 20, so no gain, no loss, and the stop there by Brooks. That will result in second and 10, as Cloud will have a back, Reese Hatfield towards his right. Great to see him back out there, Reese Hatfield. He lived off in the last offensive possession of the first half for the Tigers and it's a fake as Cloud, no, that's Hatfield. Hatfield races forward and I think he's just a little short. No, he's got the first down. They're gonna say that Hatfield dives for the ball past the 30. And that'll move the chains for Loveland quite nicely. I thought Cloud kept that on the keep as Cloud went one way, Hatfield the other and Hatfield races in for 10. Hatfield all over the field today, both offensively and defensively. Four receivers to the right, one on the near side, and Lund as Cloud diving towards the right and finds a target who will spin in for a gang of seven, Reese Hatfield. A catch and run, and that will put the first down marker in reach on second and four. Ball spotted at the Loveland 41-yard line make it 36 yard line they need to get to the 44. fresh set of downs 920 and rolling to go in the third quarter as Walnut Hills strikes first in this half the lead 28 14 it's cloud cloud running forward it looks like cloud kept the ball and it'll pick up the first down on the ground you mentioned most of the offense for Loveland is mainly in the air so tonight, seeing the Tigers attack on the ground, it's a refreshing sight to see that the Tigers able to get a couple first downs. That time it was a keep by Cloud, as they'll send three receivers to the left, two in the far side on first and 10 at their own 40. 28-14 Walnut Hills, 8.47 and rolling to go in the third. Cloud angles one, it's high, it bounces off the hands of Jackson, almost picked off by London Lane. It's going to be second and ten after the incompletion back at Loveland's forty. Yeah, I don't think Jackson thought
2: the ball was going to land right there. I think he thought uh, London Lane was going to be able to step up and pick that ball off, as he just it uh, went off the hands of Lane and and uh, off the hands of Jackson. After that, I didn't realize the ball was coming to him.
1: Second and ten after the incompletion, two on the right, one in motion to left, two waiting that way. Cloud towards the right, it's complete around the forty-two. I think that's Hatfield again, and Hatfield. Looks like Hatfield will be a half yard shy of that first down, but that's a big chunk of yardage. And they're gonna say third down and two, needing to cross midfield. That's third down and one, needing to cross midfield for a fresh set of downs. Expect a running play this time. It's Hatfield taking it, and a fake to cloud running forward. Hatfield's got himself a first down at Walnut Hills, 46.
2: Nice effective uh, moving drive here by this Loveland offense.
1: Getting past midfield.
2: It's first and 10
1: in eagle territory. Cloud with a back towards his left. Three on the left, one on the right. Cloud's got it back in his own zone. Cloud dishes it to the left. That hits off the hands of Lane. The intended target was Lund. It's incomplete and it's second down and 10 back at Walnut Hills, 46.
2: Lane reading his, his throws perfectly in the last couple of downs here, these, I guess the last three throws he's made, uh, this one uh, just can't haul it in again off his fingertips.
1: Lane awaits at the near side of that defense. I believe that's 4-3 out there for Water Hills on second and 10, back at the Eagles 46. Cloud dishes it to Hatfield towards the left, back past midfield, past the 40, first down, past the 30, still on his feet, and pushed out of bounds with the touch of Sereno win and now move the chains and Loveland sniffing the red zone of Walnut Hills. Great blocking up front by the Loveland offense here. They're able to get
2: up field and, and spread out the offense so he had so Jackson had a lane to go in.
1: 25 yard line, this ball waits in Walnut Hills zone. Loveland with the ball trailing the Eagles 28-14, seven and a half to go in the third. The cloud now with two on both sides, airing it out to the corner of the end zone. Incomplete, it bounces off the hands of the intended target. A Little slow to get up. I think that's Tyler Lake.
2: Yeah, he had it in the back corner of the end zone, just off his fingertips there. Good throw, he definitely wants to hold on to that ball.
1: That result in second and 10 at the Walnut Hills 25 yard line. The Tigers have moved the ball quite nicely tonight but trail the Walnut Hills Eagles 28 to 14, 7.26 to go in the third. Hatfield in the back, rolling towards his right. Cloud finds Lund towards the left at the 28. Lund slicing in and he'll be swallowed up around the 20. That's a pickup of six. Nice defense there, turned in by the Eagles. I think last touch by John Jameson. And that brings out third and they're calling it five. Luffin has to cross the Walnut Hills 15 for a fresh set. Cloud with the back right behind him. Single back, two receivers on both sides. Spaced out more towards the right. 6.52 to go in the third quarter. Keep to Hatfield. Hatfield bounces through. And Hatfield is stopped around the 17-yard line. it will be fourth and short for the Tigers.
2: And no, uh, no decision to
1: make here. You're going for it. The question is, will Hatfield run it in or will Cloud run it in? That's the two backs about five yards away from the offensive line with two receivers on both sides of the field. And this
2: team uh, traditionally does not run under center. They will not break that stride now.
1: Hatfield left the Cloud, keep the Cloud, and Hatfield races forward. Looks like he's right around the 15. It's gonna be close, but I think it's a turnover on downs for the Eagles. I think Hatfield is short, and yes, Hatfield is rolled short by a yard.
2: I give the snap there to Cloud, he hands it off to Hatfield, and Hatfield fakes as if he's gonna give it back to Cloud and keeps it himself and runs, so I'm not sure if it was miscommunication or if it was a play design, but uh, just a tad short there.
1: One yard shy, and that's a turnover and downs for the Tigers as Walnut Hills takes the ball back over, up 28-14 over Host Loveland with 6.10 to play in the third. Last home game of the year for Loveland, last road game of the year for Walnut Hills, and the Eagles are eighth in Division I, Region IV, or a playoff spot. You need to be in the top eight in all region divisions to get to the playoffs in Ohio. First and ten of the bunch formation, three receivers towards the left, it's a handoff and racing forward. It's Dorn again, he's got the first down and more. One Tiger in front cutting towards his left, Jackson in front, Dorn still on his feet. A stiff arm by Dorn to Jackson, and Dorn will be pushed out of bounds. Tyrese Dorn almost went coast to coast that time.
2: Tell you what though, Dorn, that's a next level run right there. A lot of guys his age would just keep it straight forward. And he was just looking to see where he had the best chance to get the most yardage there. He was being smart with the ball and cut back left. and Again, again most guys would have gone straight there and been tackled probably about 20 yards
1: shorter than he would have. We mentioned that he's good on his feet, but he's also very good with Taking down defenders as well. It's to Gary Williams this time. Williams will push the pile forward, then dive around the 16-yard line. That's a pickup of, no, I'm sorry, that's the 19-yard line. That's a pickup of six. Need to get to the 14-yard lines for a second down and four. 5.39 to go in the third quarter as Walnut Hills looking for more, up by 14, 28-14. Leflin will bunch up the box. It'll be reversal, racing forward. There went Presley, Presley's got the first down and he's inside the 10, he's knocked down at the seven. First and goal, Walnut Hills, looking to have their largest lead of the game. 519 to go in the third, Eagles 28, Tigers 14. I believe the back is Dorn to the left of quarterback Jack Ruder. Ruder sends a man in motion. It will go to Dorn, heading towards the end zone. And he is short. Looked like he dove in there and reached the paint.
2: I think he dove but got hit at the end and he got stood straight up.
1: So he couldn't quite reach across the goal line to get in. So about a half yard short. Second and goal inside the one it's gonna be a pro set formation for Walnut Hills with Dorn and also Ruder back there. It's Ruder to Dorn. Dorn's got a second rushing touchdown with ease. Touchdown Walnut Hills as the Eagles go up 34 to 14. Three yard rush for Dorn. His third rushing touchdown tonight. His second of the second half as Justin Brown returns we gonna add on with another extra point. This will be his fifth. He begins string it through. It's placed, it's up, and it's kicked, and it's good. It sails over the band, and Walnut Hills leads Loveland 35-14 with 4.31 to go in the third quarter here on ESB Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Looking for
4: future leaders we can believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Ohio. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It includes learning to listen, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect. The result, it transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future.
0: This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
1: At Hills with 14 points in this third quarter, two rushing touchdowns in this quarter alone by Dorn, three on the game. And the Eagles now with the largest advantage at this point, 35-14 over Loveland, with 4:31 to go in the third quarter. Return back to Jackson, who bobbles it but picks it back up at his own six. He's still on his feet, but not for long as the Eagles. Stop Jackson around the 17 yard line for first and 10, Loveland inside their own 20. 425 remains in our third quarter here as Walnut Hills with 14 points in this third leading Loveland now 35 14. Eagles have not messed around for the start of this second half. They quickly pounded the ball, pounded the ball, and Dorn thought we saw. A lot out during that first half. This second half, but almost untouchable. Okay, the 11th, Clouds back out there with three receivers to the right. Reese Hatfield is back towards the right. One receiver to the left, on first and ten at the Loveland 17. Hatfield opening up space. Cloud going for Hatfield. The catch, and Hatfield knocked down around the line of scrimmage.
4: And it's going to be second and
1: ten. No loss, no gain. The Eagles now lead 35-14.
2: Now you gotta really play catch up here. You gotta kinda be on your toes and uh, gotta keep keep moving forward here and
1: kind of preserve the clock a little bit, down by three scores, under four to play here in the third quarter. Hatfield to the left of Cloud with two receivers on the far side, two on the near side, and Hatfield in motion. Cloud looks that way and throws the opposite way. It's caught, but the Eagles are quick to swarm the Tigers. That's third down and they pick up a three. So that'll be third and seven at Loveland's 20. Need to keep
2: this drive alive here. Fell down, behind, fell behind uh, 200 inches of scores here in this quarter. Heading toward the fourth quarter to only be down by three scores or more.
1: Cloud looks towards his left with Lund waiting around his own 19. Two receivers checking in on the right. Hatfield still the back. Third and seven, 3.13 and rolling to go in the third, 35-14 Walnut Hills. Cloud with a fake, rolling towards his left, heading towards the 20, gets rid of it, Lund, he makes the catch of the 40 and the chains will move into Walnut Hills country. It's first and 10, Loveland. The ball around the 47 yard line, the Eagles found Lund. And we have an injury on the field for Walnut Hills. The trainers quickly sprint out, good time by the training staff of Walnut Hills
2: and it was actually uh, it's gonna be Serena Wynn who's in the coverage there and that was just an athletic play by Calvin Cloud and the uh, Walnut Hills defense respecting its legs they started heading toward him to as he's scrambling out to his left to make that balance and then he found uh, found the man Ethan Lund slipping behind the coverage a nice catch and run and obviously a nice scramble and throw there from Calvin
1: Cloud. We have an injury on the field. We'll take a quick timeout here on ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. 3.02 to go in the third, 35-14 Walnut Hills. As Wynn is back up on his own feet. That's great to see that Wynn is walking under his own power.
2: I thought it might have been a longer uh, injury than it appeared, but he didn't. As, uh, as we're about the head to the break right there, he does this, he does get up here. So hopefully he's okay. And hopefully it's uh, not as severe as it looked initially.
1: It'll be 1st and 10 Loveland at Walnut Hills 47 as Cloud looks to trim the deficit once more. Two touchdowns through the air for Cloud. The Eagles will send out, looks like a nickel package on 1st and 10. Cloud will have four receivers beaming in on the right, one back on the near side. 3:02 and rolling to go in the third, still 35-14 Walnut Hills, 14 points for the Navy and Gold in this third quarter. Cloud Swarm, he gets it to Lund and it's just about a yard in front of his hand, incomplete, a nice idea, but Lund trying to shake off the coverage of Miles Cooper, just a little bit out of his reach, incomplete.
2: Stops the clock here in the third quarter, 2.51 to play in this third quarter.
1: I like currently on the track that the mascot of the Tigers has a mini mascot dancing alongside him.
2: Looks almost, I guess the Tiger kind of looks like a Jaguar a little bit then. So we got a little uh, Bengals Jaguars in action so that they have a Cincinnati here on Sunday.
1: It's second and 10 after the incompletion. Hatfield the back as Cloud rolling out of his own 45. Chase and it's intercepted. It's intercepted by Walnut Hills. It's in the hands of Lane. London Lane, he's still on his feet, wrapped up by two Tigers, and he's still on his feet past the 25. He avoided the grasp of Lund, and that is an interception return by Walnut Hills. Everything's looking up. Eagles in the second half so far. I thought Cloud was throwing it away, but it's picked off in the secondary on the far side. That would be the strong side for the Eagles secondary, and it's London Lane with the pick.
2: So I think we had some miscommunication there on that uh, route there, I think he had. Yeah, I think it, I'm i not sure if he's trying to throw the ball away or if it's just a, just a bad route, but either way, it winds up in the hands of Walnut Hills, who's playing outstanding football here in the third quarter, looking to add to it here deep in the Tigers' territory now.
1: First and 10 at the Loveland 22-yard line for Ruder, slapping his hands. He's got it, give it to Dorn, who gets through the clashing of the doors. He's past the 10, spins around, flag on the field. Dorn does get in the end zone if it's on Loveland. That's his fourth rushing touchdown tonight, his fourth in a row, but there's still that flag to be dealt with. It was thrown right before Dorn spun in, and it looks like it's gonna be offensive holding against Walnut Hills, and that was a shame too, because that run, Dorn literally spun in a 360 circle to shake his defender to get in the end zone, but that's offensive holding, and that's gonna put the Eagles back at Loveland's 21-yard line. So it'll be first and nine, something you hear all the time on football games, I'm sure. (laughs) <laughs> three three receivers to the right, and Dorn the back. It's Dorn again. He'll bounce around the offensive line pile. He's on a slant to the right, past the 10, off the pylon. Well, I'm not sure the, if we're gonna spot
2: him in. Yeah, I think they're just talking about here. Uh,
1: the ref started to put his hands up in the air to signal touchdown.
2: It's not gonna, gonna s- be
1: inside the one again.
2: And it was awfully close there. He tried to stretch and hit the pylon, but he's out of bounds when he did so. It was awfully close.
1: The actually guys spotted at the one. However, there was an injury on the field for Walnut Hills. I'm not sure who that is, but the trainers are quick out there again. There's two minutes and five seconds left in the third quarter as Walnut Hills has already scored 14 points in this quarter to now lead 35 to 14. And we'll take a quick break here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: For over 32 years, Nelson & Associates, a family-owned, Ohio-based, full-service real estate company, has specialized in the management and development of affordable housing communities. Choose Nelson & Associates for all of your real estate needs, whether it's sales, development, property management, or consulting. We are an experienced professional team providing quality service. For more information about Nelson & Associates, please visit us on the web at www.nelsonasc.com or call us at 513-961-6011.
1: On his feet is Ayub Adil, a junior offensive lineman. He did take off his helmet when the trainers came out there, but he is walking on his own two feet, which that is a great sign itself. And a flag will come in. A flag will come in and thrown at the Loveland 22 yard line and Dorn. a game here, I believe. First and goal at the Well maybe the weights it off your
2: minute saying I thought it looked like a delayed game. I think they were saying there it was a it may have fallen out of his pocket there.
1: Inside the one. Handoff to Dorn. Fourth rushing touchdown tonight for Dorn. And Walnut Hills now leads 41 to 14. Dorn is not only having himself a game, but he's having himself a half so far. Yeah, he came in with 13 touchdowns this season. Now got 17 of those. 202 to go in the third, and the extra point by Justin Brown is set. Way on the snap, there's the placement, here's the kick. Looked like a left foot of Brown that time, but it's an extra point, and Justin Brown is six for six of the night. 202 remains in the third quarter. 42-14 Walnut Hills on ESB Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
3: When it comes to financial planning, most financial companies ask, What's your salary? At Northwestern Mutual Cincinnati, we ask, What's your story? We know building the right financial plan means looking at more than money. That's why we start by asking the right question, listening to what matters most to you, then guiding you every step of the way to help you live the life you want, now and years from now. Plan your financial story with Northwestern Mutual. Contact us today at 513 366 3600 or visit us on the web at cincinnati.nm.com.
1: Eagles 42, Tigers 14, 202 remains in the third here on ESP Media, powered by SideOn Sports. For Kyle Howard, this is Lee W. Mound with you here. Thanks for joining us this Friday evening Great turnout of fans, especially the Loveland side. It's senior night where all the seniors of the fall sports, the marching band, the cheerleaders, and the football team were honored before this game. The marching band was honored at halftime. Brown set to kick it away. It looks at both sides of his special teams and sends it in towards the five. And it's picked off by Lake. Lake passed to 10, passed to 20, and swallowed up quickly. Great tackle there by London Lane. He's having himself quite the defensive game for the Eagles.
2: Yeah, that touchdown a minute ago here, that took them all the way down deep into territory. Uh, the Tigers would set up a touchdown and now here a nice stickum tackle here in the kickoff.
1: 28 point lead for the Eagles. And that's 21 points now in the quarter for Walnut Hills as the Tigers look to regroup at their own 20. As Calvin Cloud returns with Lake Heading towards the right side of the field with Jackson and also Jack Bergman too. I believe that's Lund on the left on first and 10. Empty back for Cloud. He'll have four receivers to the right. Cloud gets the ball, looking quickly towards the right and it shorts, it hits off the ankles of the closest eagle there, one of the cornerbacks. That's London Lane again. In the first half he played well defensively but in the second half it seems like Lane is covering just about everywhere in that secondary for Walnut Hills. In second and 10 now after the incompletion, three to the right, two on the near side for Cloud and an empty back, he'll find Lund at the 25 and Lund will be knocked down there with a first hit coming by Miles Cooper. That will be a pickup of five at the 25 for third down and five. As the Tigers have to claw across the 30 for a fresh set of downs. One thirty-four to go in our third quarter as Loveland now looks at a 42-14 Walnut Hills lead. It's Natuan Webster the back now, as Cloud looks towards his coaching staff. Webster the back, single back to the right in the shotgun with three to the right, one on the left, nine on the play clock. Cloud looks, calls the hike, looking towards his right and airing it out, and it's a first down and more for Bergman. Bergman. Makes the catch around the 32 and continues to the 41. The Tigers, a very nice first down. Very important first down as the Tigers camp out quickly with two on both sides on first and 10. It's Jackson with the completion. Jackson spins away from tacklers. He's past the Walnut Hills, 30 past the 20 past the 10. One tackler and he avoids it for the score. However, there are two flags awaiting at the Walnut Hills, 32 and 36.
2: They're pointing in the direction though of the defense so this might
1: stand. Bailey Jackson runs in and one of them goes offensively and it's coming back.
2: Maybe they're waving first down, but it did look like they pointed that direction. So I thought maybe this might stand, but uh, I guess not.
1: It'll be a first down for Loveland. What would have been a long touchdown run on the completion for Bailey Jackson from Cloud. It turns out to be first and 10 as the referee will spot the ball at the Walnut Hills 39. 45 seconds left in the third quarter. It is 42-14 Walnut Hills. 21 points in this quarter for the visitors. Cloud gets the instructions. Antoine Webster over to the right as the single back. Two receivers on both sides of the field on first and 10. To Cloud, looking towards his right, looking towards his left, down the middle. Jackson, he makes the catch at the 25 of Walnut Hills and brought down at the 20 of the Eagles. And the chains will move once more. 37 seconds left in this third quarter. Eagles lead 42-14, but the Tigers are moving again. Find some
2: rhythm here in this drive.
1: One of the cheerleaders threw one of those plastic footballs. I thought it was going to come up here, but uh, it went past us. But it's first and 10, Loveland, with Cloud about five yards away from his line. Bergman is the tight end for Lordor's exodus. Fake to Webster, looking towards the left. Cloud towards the end zone for Lund. He is out of bounds it looked like Lund had his left foot planted in the white paint which would be out of bounds when he made that catch and that's the right call by the stripes
2: that was a tough catch to make and he he tried to lean and keep his toe in but just couldn't quite do it, it was just a little bit too far nice catch by Lund just a little bit too far steps out of bounds
1: that stops the clock with seven seconds left in the third 42 14 walnut hills but Clouds has got time for one more play with Lund and Jackson to the left. Two more on the right and one back. That is Webster again. 18 seconds on the play clock as Cloud call the hike at the Walnut Hills 26. Rolling backwards, Cloud with the ball and unleashes it towards the end zone. It's caught and that will be a first down. Jackson wrapped up quickly by Walnut Hills. That will move the down marker But that's the end of the third quarter, and Loveland's got a chance to score early in the fourth. However, Walnut Hills, it's all Eagles in the third. After three, Walnut Hills 42, Loveland 14 on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
5: At Robert Half, we know finding the right employees is a job in itself, and it's a job we love. You see, Robert Half isn't just a staffing firm. We're people. People who believe in finding the right people to fit your company's needs. Because employees who are a good fit are more productive, more engaged. Finding a great candidate isn't easy. But at Robert Half, we know it's possible. Robert Half, the experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Learn more at roberthalf.com radio.
1: We're starting the fourth quarter now on ESB Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Walnut Hills leading Loveland 42-14, to although the Tigers have the ball at the Eagles 2 for first and goal. Cloud will empty out the backfield, 2 to the right and 3 on the far side as Loveland goes from left to right in this fourth quarter. Walnut Hills from right to left. The Tigers looking for the first points of the second half. Walnut Hills scored 21 in the third. Cloud with the empty back, looking at the Walnut Hills two. He'll take it himself, he was initially hit, I think he's down around the two. He got hit around the right leg, that slowed him down, and Cloud unable to push on through. He'll be second and goal, now at the three, that's a loss of one. 11.40 to go in this fourth quarter. Webster the lone back. Give it to Webster. And Webster is snuffed out by three Eagles. The last move, Jonathan Brooks, helped out by London Lane.
2: This Walnut Hills defense reading these runs perfectly here. So now it's a a third and goal from the five. They're going backwards. Definitely want to get in the end zone here this drive.
1: That's a loss of one yard per play in this start of the fourth quarter for Loveland. Now Cloud has himself an empty back as Hatfield is to the left of the formation. Four to the left, one receiver in Lake on the right. Cloud looking towards the left, down the middle. It's low and it's incomplete. It rolled across the turf. That will set up fourth and goal at the Walnut Hills Five.
2: So the Loveland offense here had the ball all the way up to the two yard line here for a second and goal and just Couldn't punch it in, so now they gotta get a chance here in fourth and goal, gotta punch it in for the five.
1: Single back in the shotgun to the left of Cloud is Hatfield. Give to Hatfield, reverse to Lake. Lake rolling towards his left, he's got some room, and Lake with the reversal, touchdown, Loveland! Great set there as Hatfield was running towards his right. Here comes Lake, it's a give. And that's a touchdown for the Tigers. And if Farnsworth makes this extra point, that's the most points scored by Loveland on the season. 42-20 Walnut Hills with the extra point on the way from Logan Farnsworth.
2: Looks like they're lined up to possibly go for two here.
1: Wild's still out there. He's got Hatfield at his back towards the right. The Tigers scored 20 points in week one and week two in their losses. Get the Hatfield. Another reversal. This time it's Aquilino looking for cloud and it bounces off and picked off by Walnut Hills. The two point conversion is no good. A little bit of quarterback to quarterback love snuffed out by the Eagles. Ten forty-eight to go in regulation. Walnut Hills forty two. Loveland twenty on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. And-
3: London Computer Systems is a seven-time top workplace thanks to their top Cincinnati workforce. For three decades, LCS has been a leading provider of critical business technologies, including their signature property management software, Rent Manager. Take the next step in your career and join this award-winning workforce. Visit www.lcs.com careers today.
1: Loveland gets a touchdown on the reversal for Tyler Lake, his second touchdown tonight. But the two-point conversion falls flat and Loveland looks at a 42-20 deficit with 10.48 to go in their last home game of the 2019 campaign. Up next for these Tigers, they'll be at the Kings Mills, Kings Knights. By Kings Island. It's a mouthful. Hope you like the word Kings.
2: Well, they're kings tonight, they're all over Milford.
1: They were at 35-7 at the half. Kicking this one away will be Loveland. And it will be received at the 20 of Walnut Hills by Gary Williams. He's got a hole up the middle. Gary Williams rushing through, no flags as Williams continues to trot to the end zone. Touchdown, Walnut Hills. No flags on the play, that is huge. Because all night, Walnut Hills had trouble with returning, not the actual act of returning, but not committing penalties during the returns. That time, easy peasy for Gary Williams. That breaks a streak of four straight touchdowns scored by Dorn. It's 48 to 20 Walnut Hills as the Eagles go for the extra point. It's now 28-21 Anderson in the fourth quarter at Turpin. Interesting turn of events there for the Redskins. As the extra point by Justin Brown. He'll set it up at the 10, Brown back up. Around his own 13. Brown is eight for eight on the night. Here's the snap, the place to kick up towards the nighttime sky, he's nine for nine. Actually seven for seven. Why am I getting nine for nine? I'm not sure, I'm sorry. (laughs) It is 49 to 20, Walnut Hills Left 10.36 to go in the fourth quarter on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
0: Getting answers. Finding solutions. Local 12 News investigates. As soon as we called you, everything happened very quickly. Not afraid to ask the tough questions. Taking action. Getting the truth. Local
1: 12 News investigates. with another score update as Kings now leads Milford 52 to 7 in the fourth quarter that's a big win for the Knights they're preparing to host the Loveland Tigers we'll have that call for you next week can't wait to see Kings football stadium I heard nothing but great things about it as Brown sets to kick it away Gary Williams with a long return got it at the 15 that'd be 75 yards That would
2: be 85 actually, so you had to to have the 10 there, so what a return.
1: My math skills fail me once again. That's all right, it's a late night, (laughs) lots of scoring. (laughs) Here's the long kick by Brown, and it's recovered by Lake at his own three. Lake will cut towards the left, and he'll be spun down around the 14-yard line, and that's where Loveland sets up camp for first and 10. 85 yards on the return by Gary Williams. Like I mentioned, no penalties at all. Clean run up the gut hole opened up. Williams just blasted away. Mentioned in a previous few teams, but when you have a running back, running back dragon like that with several heads, that's recipes for success. And Walnut Hills is still in that playoff chase as well. Eighth currently in D1 Region Four, but they need a lot of points to go their way. The one loss, the season opening loss to Miamisburg, it was a close game, 28 21 Vikings. But Miamisburg has been on a, what would that be, now a seven game losing streak if they don't recover at Northmont tonight?
2: Well, they lost to Alma Mater 41 7 tonight, so that's, uh, they'll fall to 1 and 7 now.
1: I know that doesn't help the computer points. As Cloud with a fake handoff on first and 10 with one back, airing it out for Lake. He makes the catch at the Walnut Hills 45 and still on his feet. Knocked down finally by Sereno Wynn at the Walnut Hills 25. That is a big catch and a first down spotted at Walnut Hills 26. It's first and 10. Nice throw and tight coverage
2: there. With them step for step was against Sereno Wynn, but just able to slip
1: it right past him. Empty back for Cloud on first and 10. Looking towards the ref, now going towards the end zone. Touchdown, Loveland! Great catch by Jackson. Bailey Jackson, one-on-one with Isaiah Williams. No, that's Jonathan Brooks. And it's a touchdown for Loveland, 49-26. Tigers trail. The Tigers are looking to go for two again as Luca Aquilino is back out there.
2: as you hit on earlier, this will be the most points scored in a game this year by the Tigers officially after this touchdown.
1: First loss against Milford, I believe, in week two, and then the season opener at Sycamore. It Looks like Cloud is being pulled for Aquilino, who has set up a trick play with the offensive line lining up towards the right. It's Aquilino with a high snap looking towards the end zone, and it's batted down by Walnut Hills, incomplete and the flag will be coming in in the end zone. Wait and see what it is, Just to go back on that two-point conversion, the offensive line, your center guards and tackles lined up to the right. You had what would be your receivers in the middle snapping the ball, and you had one other body towards the left. It looks like it's gonna be against the Tigers and declined. That'll take us to another break here on ESP Media. It's a personal foul against Loveland, by the way. 9.59 to go in this fourth quarter as Walnut Hills leads. 49.26 on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.
5: Filling an opening at your company means more than just finding an employee. You're looking for a fit
1: 49-26, Walnut Hills. Loveland scores another touchdown this fourth quarter. Now 12 points in the quarter for the Tigers. However, Loveland is now 0-for-2 on the two-point conversions. Again, for that second-point conversion, you have your offensive line moved to the right. You're setting up in the middle about, we'll call that about six, seven yards away from your snapper. And there's another body on the left. And it almost worked. For Alcolino, who took the place of cloud that time. However, Walnut Hills stacking the box. It's tough to pull off with that little amount of real estate to go. And that personal foul means Loveland's kicking it at the Walnut Hills 45. It's going to be a tough kick for the Tigers. Logan Farnsworth, you want to pin the Eagles deep. Walnut Hills offense has been fluid in this second half. Waiting for the return, Gary Williams, he just ran an 85 yarder the last time he touched the ball for a score. Barnsworth will onside kick it and recovered quickly with the hands of Brody Foley. He's a sophomore wide receiver for Walnut Hills and he lands on top of the onside kick. And the Eagles have it, first and 10 inside their own 35-yard line.
2: Probably see them stick to the ground here, although they, they've had some nice explosive runs tonight that have landed the touchdowns, but you'd expect them with a 23-point thir- lead just under 10 minutes to go in the game. He's probably to keep on the ground here.
1: Williams will be out there. Looks like he'll be the back. Dorn is also out there as a receiving threat. As Dorn, 110 rushes, 719 yards. 13 touchdowns coming in this game. He scored four of those tonight, those touchdowns. Also has pulled the ball down for 203 yards through the air. It's a single back formation for Walnut Hills with three checking in to the right, and a handoff for Williams. He'll slice his way through, and it'll be knocked down shy of the 40 yard line. That's a pickup of, that's about six. And we'll call it second and four. And the Tigers unable to sub in, Dom Collette and said no. Second down and four now at the Walnut Hills 39. 49-26 Eagles, 9.25 and rolling to go in regulation. 10 on the play clock as the formation now forms over the line. Reuter has Williams towards his left. Five on the play clock now, it's reset. And it's a handoff now for Dorn, Tyrese Dorn. A hole in the middle, but quickly swarmed. And that's gonna be a flag, and Austin Haas had the stop. However, that's gonna be an offensive foul against Walnut Hills. I was afraid it was possibly on that tackle by Haas. But that's gonna be against Walnut Hills, and that pushes them back 10, back at their own 30. Clock will continue to tick. 9:02 902 to go in the fourth quarter. 49-26 Walnut Hills is your score and that offensive foul results in a second and 13. Walnut Hills in no hurry up by 23 to get to the line. And the play clock has reached 0. And it's a delay of game going against the Eagles. Walnut Hills, they hold on to this lead on 8.35 left. They'll go to 500 overall at four and four, and two and three in conference play. That means they would leapfrog Milford, unless Milford made a tremendous comeback in the fourth. There's a run towards the right. It's a pickup of five. About two yards shy of the original line of scrimmage Walnut Hills has to cross there. 43 for a fresh set of downs. Now second, or third down and 13. So Les Milford has a tremendous fourth quarter comeback. They'll fall to one and four in conference play. Walnut Hills will leap over. Wolves were up 35, nothing at the half. Wolves, I should say, not Wolves. With throw would take their third conference loss. Right now Anderson was up by two scores. Redskins will be 5 0, last undefeated team in the ECC. Tumbling forward past the original line of scrimmage and knocked down around the 35 yard line, wet dorn. It's going to be fourth and nine as the Eagles will send out their punting unit. So now
2: uh, it's still technically a three score game. They get a couple of two point conversions here. and they get a quick score and leveling out of this game, you'd imagine they're going to probably look some of this clock before they punt this ball away. but. Well, them still not mathematically out of this game. They still have a little bit of time left.
1: Gundy Alonso bounces your way. You also have your three touchdowns in your pocket for the second half. If anything's possible until that final buzzer sounds. High in the nighttime sky. And out of the reach of the returner and touched by the Tigers. Does Walnut Hills fall on top of it? The Eagles say yes. The refs say yes. And Walnut Hills picks it up on their own punt.
2: Just a bad blow here for the Loveland offense here. We just talked about having a chance to get back in the football game, but now after the fumble, Walnut Hills is going to get the ball inside the 40-yard line and going to eat some more of the clock here.
1: That ball looked like it scraped off the intended punt returner before it went to the ground, and Walnut Hills has the ball in Loveland territory off that takeaway for first and 10. 7.08 to go in our fourth quarter as Walnut Hills leads 49-26 against the Loveland Tigers. Reuter will have a back towards the right, looks like Dorn, a receiver towards the left. And it's a handoff to Presley. Presley with the first rushing touchdown. He gets tackled and knocked down around the Loveland 30. However, a flag bounces in and it's gonna be on Walnut Hills. I believe it's gonna be offensive holding, said the Stripes and uh, I'll put the Eagles back a few yards. I believe the Eagles will still be in Loveland territory. The rest will walk it off. It looks like they'll plant it at the 42 of the Tigers. 7 one to go in our fourth quarter. Walnut Hills up 49-26 on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Thanks for making us part of the start of your weekend. Great sports around the Cincinnati area. Bearcats will host Tulsa.
2: Tough matchup with him. Tulsa very fly under the radar team every year.
1: Three to the left of quarterback Reuter. Claps his hand several times and a handoff for Williams going straight up the gut. And Williams continues to stay on his feet. And it's now second down and five. That's a pickup of, we'll call that, call that seven. And I thought there was a flag that was flying in, but there was uh, some fans from Walnut Hills with those yellow towels swarming it around. So it's not a flag, it's just a towel from the visitors. Walnut Hills not too far away, just overlooking North 71 towards downtown Cincinnati. Walnut Hills part of the Cincinnati Public School District along with Withrow and others like the Taft Senators as well, who's having a great season in Cincinnati. Single back, and it's Williams. And Ruder's gonna throw, but he's sacked. He's taken down by Austin Haas, who wraps up the freshman quarterback. And that is a loss for third down and 12. That's about seven yard loss. Haas quickly on Ruder. Third and 12 now for Walnut Hills at Muddland's 39. 5.25 to go in our fourth quarter. Eagles 49, Tigers 26. It's gonna be one receiver to the right in Presley. One to the left. And the offset, it bounces off Reuter and he has to land on it, then finished off at his 45 yard line by Loveland and Trent Williamson.
2: So now you would expect the Eagles to maybe eat a little more clock and punt this one deep. Although they're still straggling out there like they might go for it here. I'm kinda of not really sure about that one at the 44 yard line give good field position. I think maybe they might just take this down, take a timeout and then punt it.
1: There's 16 seconds on the play clock. 438 to go in regulation. Eagles up 49-26 here.
2: Looks like that's what they might do here. Either take a delay game one of the two.
1: I'd say it'd be a timeout as the Eagles have three in their pocket as well. Play clock at zero, and the flag will fly in, and it will be a delay of game.
2: They want to take the extra yardage, I think, so they can try to pin them deep.
1: Wasn't there a football game where someone tried that and it blew up in their face spectacularly? I feel like it was a college game, but I can't pinpoint.
2: Well, uh, the, the anniversary of the Michigan Michigan State muff punt that uh, oh. Michigan State ended up scoring on, uh, that was, uh, I believe that was yesterday. Might have been today, actually.
1: Fourth and a long way to go. And punting the way, looked like that was Brown. No, it was not Brown, that was Peterson, and he kicks it out of bounds. And Loveland's got it around their own 30 for first and 10. 416 remains in this contest, as Walnut Hills leads 49 to 26. Right now the Tigers swarm around their coaching staff. The Eagles defense already on the field. Gavin Cloud back out there for Loveland. In this game, Loveland's offense has looked very nice. There was a turnover and downs on fourth down, just shy of a yard. But Loveland's done a nice job mixing things up. Stacked receivers on both sides. Single back to the right of Cloud on first and 10 at the 48 and out of the reach of Lake. He threw that high over the right hand of the receiver and it falls incomplete. Now second out and 10 at Loveland's own 48.
2: That's a throw you want to have back if you're Calvin Cloud. He had a wide open and he had six points right in front of him just threw it too high.
1: Defenders right behind Lake as well. Just a little too far. Too much stamps on that postage. Empty back for Cloud, forward to the right one on the far side on second and 10 at the 48. Spun towards Webster, he makes the catch and he's past midfield, tackled by two eagles. Last by Anwar Dixon.
4: They get third
1: and seven at Walnut Hills, 49. Need to get to the 42 for a fresh set of downs. 3.46 3.46 to go in this fourth quarter, 49-26, Walnut Hills. Cloud will have a back towards his right, spin it low towards his knee, and down the middle it goes, picked off! Picked off by Walnut Hills. Racing with that pick is Xander Wynn, and Xander Wynn continues to go on his feet, and flags will fly in as Xander Wynn crashes into the Tiger side of the line.
2: I thought it would be a late hit as it's thrown pretty close to the sidelines. We'll see what that, this one gets, gets get rolled here at the end, but
1: looked like he crashed in one of the coaches of Loveland, and that's that's a scary thing. But referees are talking it over. Walnut Hills with a second interception recovery on the night, both in this half, and looks like it's going to be on Loveland.
2: So and I believe that probably what it will be as a personal foul, maybe leading out of bounds. Some more field position for Walnut Hills. Three and a half minutes to go. Got to give some credit here to Walnut Hills here in the second half. They uh, had a seven-point lead on the road going into halftime. Things looking away at Loveland. They scored late at the end of the half, uh, but coming to the break and just dominate the third quarter. And that's really how things have shaped out. Even in the fourth quarter, it's gone back and forth, but they dominated the third quarter so much that they separated themselves to the point where they get the win tonight.
1: It's first and ten, Walnut Hills at Loveland's 34-yard line. Ruder has Dorn towards his right and three receivers on the far side. Hand off to Dorn, who runs up the middle. He avoids the last tackler, and he's tackled from behind into the end zone. Dorn with five rushing touchdowns. Touchdown, Walnut Hills, and that's 55-26 in favor of the visitors.
2: Which uh, I guess if that take make the extra point here that would make the clock running for the unless there was a uh, a timeout or an injured player. The clock would continue to run on uh, even going out of bounds or incomplete passes from the rest of the game here unless Loveland were to score again.
1: Brown is seven for seven tonight on extra points only has missed two on the season and it's up for eight. It's blocked. It was blocked there. It's blocked. 3.20 to go and the rolling clock will not happen. it's a 29 point lead for Walnut Hills. 55-26, 3.20 to go in the fourth. This second half has been, all Tigers have another Cincinnati football score. Rain 33, Mason 28.
2: Good close matchup there in the GMC tonight. Those two teams fighting for playoff spots.
1: It's incredible to think what Rain football has done over the years. Their last losing season, you have to go back to 1991, I think? Yeah,
2: it's been a while. They haven't even lost a conference game since 2009, back when Jalen Marshall was in Middletown.
1: But that uh, Week 10 matchup with Lakota West is going to be quite interesting.
2: Excuse me, that was 2008, so I I, I stand corrected. I I was a freshman in high school when that happened.
1: As the Eagles set to kick it away, Brown, his first extra point, miss on the night. It was blocked up front. Loveland will have another touch with the ball. It's a 29-point advantage for the Eagles, but you really do have to like how Loveland played tonight. Just the second half. The Eagles made the adjustments. They have attacked quite well. It's for Lake. He returns it from the five. Goes around the 20, and he has his leg knocked out. Underneath him, around the 17-yard line, that's where Loveland starts for first and 10. So Loveland,
2: uh, you know, are going to walk out in here with the loss tonight. They uh, obviously have some things to be happy about tonight. Uh, obviously had um, given some points tonight, they want to fix that going forward. But offensively, it seemed to click at a lot of points tonight. we are able to get 26 points to the board. That's the most they've scored in a single game all season long. So to be able to get that rolling, I certainly got to be proud of that and and uh, we're very much in this game going into the second
1: half. Here's an ECC final for you. You know how Turpin was trailing to Anderson. We gave a 29-14 score. Final, Spartans 29, Redskins 28.
2: Talk about a rivalry
1: there, one point game. And talk about a comeback by the Spartans staying undefeated. It's an empty back for Cloud Four to the right on 1st and 10 and it will find Hatfield for the completion. Hatfield continues to bulldoze his way to the 25 where he's stopped by the hands of Jaheim Gardner. Got to wonder, race
2: we'll read about it in the paper tomorrow, but wonder if they, maybe they had a chance to tie at the end and 1 for 2.
1: Could have to be a risky situation yeah. following NFL with the tank bowl. Dolphins went for 2, although a screenplay on a two-point conversion, probably not your best football play.
2: Yeah, very Just interesting call.
1: Here is Cloud with the flip, and racing forward for Loveland goes Jaden Walton. Walton still on his feet, and the Tigers have picked up a first down. Finally stopped at the 45-yard line of Loveland. That'll stop the clock momentarily, but it will roll once the chains are set. 2.30 to go in our fourth quarter. Walnut Hills, 55, Loveland, 26. Cloud's got one back. It'll be Hatfield. He'll send three receivers in towards the right as Luca Aquilino is out there too. He'll be set up as a wide receiver to the left.
2: They like to use a lot of trick formations with Aquilino, and also sometimes they'll put
1: Cloud out wide with him. Seven seconds on the play clock as Cloud gets the ball. Bouncing off. He is trying to shake off a sack, and he is swarmed in by the Eagles. I believe that was Kevin West coming in to finish the job. And that will put the Tigers back at their own 35 yard line, needing to get to the Walnut Hills 46. 142 and rolling to go in the fourth quarter. 55 26, Walnut Hills, your score. Clouds got one back in Hatfield. Three receivers in a diamond on both sides of the field. The left side is closer to the offensive line with nine seconds on the play clock. 1.23 and rolling to go in the fourth. Four seconds now left. Cloud wants the ball, one second. Man in motion, and they just get the playoff. It's a run pushed forward. And Uncle Lino still on his feet. And he's pushed out towards the Eagles bench. And Walter Hill swarms around. That's gonna be, it's at third and eight. Third. Oh,
2: Pat feels all right, he's shaking up, coming off the bench, he's hit very hard going off the sidelines, and he's still limping off.
1: It's now third down and eight at Loveland zone, 46. 45 seconds left in the match. 55-26, Walnut Hills, your score. Cloud with a back behind him, believe that's Webster once more. Man in motion is Lake with nine on the play clock. Fake to Lake, give to Webster. Webster bouncing off one pile. He'll roll towards his right. Incoming eagle, and Webster still on his feet. He's got the first down, and knocked out of bounds right around the Walnut Hills 36. Great run by Naquan Webster.
2: 20, excuse me. There's 23 seconds left remaining after this clock starts to run.
1: By the way, your final score, West Claremont wins, 35-7 against Throw. And a whistle and timeout taken by Loveland. We'll keep it here on ESB Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. 23 seconds left in the fourth quarter as Walnut Hills leads
4: 55-26.
1: It is the eighth loss, unless there's a 29-point swing between now and 23 seconds. It'll be the eighth loss in the year for Loveland, but like we mentioned, there's positives in this game. You really have to like how the offense moved and getting the running game involved. There's positives to build on this as Loveland will now look towards Kings for next week. Well,
2: they got to, uh, defensively, they got to work on uh, eliminating the big play. They, they they won a lot of battles tonight defensively, just allowing too many big plays What it came down to tonight. And that's uh, that's. How it's going to shake out tonight to lose uh, the fall to 0-8, but they get a chance with Kings next week on the road and then Anderson, couple of matchups, but able to do some things effectively offensively tonight that will put them in good shape for next week.
1: It's going to be first and 10 at Walnut Hills, 36 with 23 seconds left in the fourth quarter. It's 55-26, Eagles, your score. Cloud will have one back behind him, Natwan Webster, with two receivers to the right, one on the left, and a flag and a false start. Possibly the center that time, possibly Sawyer Bowen. That's a loss of five, make it first and 15, now at Walnut Hills 41. Man still playing loud, staying warm. Nice job. First and 15, single back to Cloud again. Alcolino in motion from right to left. Fake to Webster, down the field for Lake. It bounces off Lake, and the flag flies in at the Walnut Hills two, and that's going to be defensive pass interference. I
2: think you get two players for pass interference there. They both went up at the same time for the ball. I don't think they meant to hit them, but they did. It's going to uh, it was Jonathan Bain and also Isaiah Sutherland, who both went up for the ball and just uh, just uh, just ran into him. Essentially, what happened? He tried to go back for the ball, it was a little bit underthrown. Are they going to show offensive pass interference? Here?
1: Possibly. The ref is running back that way. Yeah, no, it's, it's on Walnut Hills. I think the ref is just starting from where the ball was and then marking off 15. I think.
2: That would makes goes. more sense. Yes, I guess he did throw it deep downfield. So it just it looked like it, they were backing it, up for it, a second it, there. I was a little confused. You get it's off.
1: A, you get defensive pass interference, but the ball's going against you that time. It'll be. First down and 10 at Walnut Hills, 26. 26 yards away from another score, Walnut Hills up 55-26, but Loveland has scored their most points in the season tonight, eclipsing 20, which they hit a couple times. The clock will be reset to 18, as the clock did run off a couple seconds on that defensive pass interference. Play clock has started, but it looks like it stopped, and a timeout taken by Loveland. 18 seconds left to go in the fourth quarter 55-26 Walnut Hills is your score. Look at some other finals around the Cincinnati area. Kyle I showed you that Walnut excuse me Walnut Hills is the team we're facing right now Winton Woods. They were leading Elder at the half. Elder comes back and wins it 42-37. That is a tight win for the Panthers.
2: Two very good teams in that one tonight.
1: Also mentioned West Claremont, they win 35 to seven. The Tigers of Whitrow get one touchdown and extra point in the second half, but that's it. New Miami, they're having a great year. They're undefeated. 6-0 in the eyes of the OHSAA, since one of their games doesn't count. As the Vikings lead North College Hill 48-26. That was one of the big ones mentioned around the Cincinnati area. Looking else through here. My alma mater, Valley View. They're at Milton Union tonight. 41-41 into the first overtime. Hamilton leads Middletown 27-17. That's in the third quarter. Deer are up 7-6 at home against Deer Park. First and 10 as Cloud rolls it out. And Aquilino back to Cloud. Cloud directing traffic to the end zone. 10 seconds left. Ball is bobbled and it was caught out of the end zone. Incomplete. I think they
2: charred it loose at the very end too but it was tight. That's almost like what you'd see in a Hail Mary there throw toward the very back of the end zone and someone just jump up and go get it.
1: Your normal Hail Marys don't normally result in both your quarterbacks. (laughs) It certainly certainly doesn't. (laughs) I still love that touchdown where Aquilino found cloud in the end zone and I do like that Coach Cruz tries to open up the playbooks for both of them to get a shot. It will be second and 10 after the incompletion at Walnut Hills 25 with six seconds left. 55-26, Eagles. Cloud with an empty back. Looking and throwing before he's sacked. And it's caught by Lake. And Lake spins in the end zone. Touchdown, Tigers. Tigers score again. Six more points. 55-32, Eagles.
2: And they'll have an untimed extra point here at the end. It's, um scored the very last play of the game looks like they will line up to go for two here
1: Aquilino's out there cloud looks like he's heading back towards the bench as Aquilino the sophomore is getting a chance actually cloud might be out there as a wideout. I'm
2: not really sure what they're doing here he's like walking. he's walking back Yeah, they're gonna line up to shake it they're not gonna go for two here
1: so that's gonna be a touchdown and no attempt for the extra point your final score tonight: the Walnut Hills Eagles 55, the Loveland Tigers 32. It's the lights go out unexpectedly, so I believe we're about ready for fireworks here.
2: Didn't expect that. <laughs> it,
1: it's still it's still very neat that Loveland does that for football games. I don't really know of any of our high school football teams that do that, so <laughs> I, I kinda, dig that. It's but, a very um, unique
2: scene though, because you've got coaches out there shaking hands and they've got flashlights and, and out then, there.
1: And then it's just, <laughs> boom, there goes the lights. But it's it's a beautiful night here in Cincinnati. But Loveland Falls 55-32 to the Walnut Hills Eagles. Walnut Hills 4-4 four and four on the year now. As yours truly tries to get the flashlight on, his foam. <laughs> Walnut Hills 4-4, four 2-3 and, four, two and three in the Eastern Cincinnati Conference. Loveland 0-8 and 0-5 and and in ECC play as Loveland just played the last home game of 2019. Kings and Anderson on the road next two weeks for the Tigers, but again, 32 points, season high for this Loveland squad. And you gotta feel good about that performance tonight.
2: Hey, you definitely do, especially scoring the last play of the game, so they're not giving up. They're, they fight hard to get to, uh, obviously, to get to the 30-point mark with the, high, the most they scored all season long. Uh, obviously, didn't go the way they wanted to in the third quarter and then gave some cor- scores in the fourth quarter as well. But uh, either way, it, you got to look at some things you're happy with and obviously look at some things you want to fix next week And as you go into Kings.
1: Kings Knights, they won big tonight. They were up 52-7 at the last update. But that's a very talented Knights squad. They're now getting past the Andy Olds era. who has been there for several, several years and now trying to start their own era at Kings. But it's a tough night's team that the Loveland Tigers face next week. And we'll have that call for you. Kyle Howard
4: will join
1: me again. Lee W. Mallon and Brock Faulkner will be with us next week as well on ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. So we're about ready for fireworks here tonight at Tiger Stadium. Still, it's one of the neatest things I've been a part of for high school football. to well, thank Loveland High School for all their hospitality on the season. It's been great calling games here at Loveland. Definitely proud to be part of that here on ESP Media and also you, Kyle Howard, for you know having me aboard <laughs> and being part of the ride here on ESP Media. Yeah, happy to have you. It's a 55-32 Walnut Hills win at Tiger Stadium. And that will do it for us here. For Kyle Howard, this is Lee W. Mallon saying so long. And thank you for listening to ESP Media powered by